In this week's episode, it's a major fat time in the parks again with the return of DCA's Food and Wine Festival. We've got all the info you need, including select menu items and booth themes. Also returning soon will be the annual egg extravaganza hunt throughout the Disneyland Resort. There's more info on the new dining packages relating to Pixar Fest. Also, Paris Disneyland expansion, Pirates refurb schedule, an Adventureland hideaway, and more on this tropical episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> Made you look happy. To, oh no! You like to say happy New I Year's and birthdays. I like happy and... stuff. Happy yesterday was Pancake Day. I missed it. I didn't get I to like, go. I like Wait, pancakes. Was it yesterday? Or was it? No, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yesterday. So Tuesday was Pancake Day. Now Monday, Rebecca and I went to Cracker Barrel. Uh oh! And she had pancakes, and they were the best pancakes yeah. I've ever had. So you and, ate hers, is what you're saying? Well, I had she. She let me have a piece of it. Oh, okay. Because I got every time I go to Cracker Barrel, I get the chicken fried steak, the the grandpa meal. You didn't know they had pancakes. Well, because I, <laughs> I, it's like I can't not get the same. I keep wanting to get something different when I go there, but I don't. But anyways, these pancakes were like had the perfect like little just just barely char where there was just a cr- little bit of a crunch to it where it was like it was amazing. It was like a it was almost like a pancake uh, waffle. It was like almost like a pancake with the, a waffle texture, almost. It was so good. I can't wait until there's more Cracker Barrels over here. Well, I had if to... you're supposedly the one in Rialto, you're supposedly we're really getting that one. Why is it supposedly? I don't know because the, I've seen this the 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 whatever. Well, I don't know. We were supposedly get this Tommy's took three five years to open. So let me say something real quick about that Tommy's, <laughs> and we're going off topic. I don't care. That, no, we're starting off topic. It's, that, that, it's different. But, but we're not at hot topic. But uh, that, that Tommy's is not open 24 hours, dude. What? It is not open 24 hours. Which oh. one? The one we went to. It's really not? No. It's, we were there like at 2 in the morning. I don't know if they changed their hours. I know we were there late, but their hours from Sunday through Thursday is is a 1 a.m. And then Friday and Saturday is 3 a.m. Oh, wow. So, you guys must have been there before one then, or else they changed the hours. Ram- since Rampart you guys division went. would be offended. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Because well, the other one was 24 hours. Yeah, I know. Fullerton. Right, right. That's so weird. I was really you know, surprised with that. But anyway, real quick, I uh, haven't uh, tried those uh, pancakes over there. 
But the best pancakes I've ever had were at this place called The Place, which is in Mojave in Arizona. They're one of those places that only open till lunch and then they close later. Mm. So those pancakes are, are really, really good. I mean, I haven't tried the pancakes in any of the other uh, when the other times I've been to Cracker Barrel. So I don't know if it was just that specific cook. I know, huh? Because you never know. Like, you don't, yeah, yeah, something like that. You could have the perfect conditions on the griddle. He could be have like the perfect amount of oil or something glistening <laughs> on there, or he could have the perfect amount of batter, or he leaves it on just that extra two right, seconds right. longer to get that crisp on there and to get that taste. So I mean, there's a lot of different factors that you know you might not never get those same those pancakes the same like that again. True. But I will just say for those that maybe might want to try to get pancakes like that, they were this was at the Cracker Barrel at the Silverton casino outside in vegas where the uh bass pro is it's right. actually like a j right adjacent to the where bass pro is if you if anybody's uh familiar with the silverton casino well you know what i'm familiar with well before you get to that i just want to say that uh tim is in the middle of ordering pizza speaking of food yeah it's fat at time. my house check it out at my house someone drove a car into the pizza hut location nearest <laughs> to us so I cannot order Pizza Hut without bypassing all of their uh, deals. Just, just like a, the only thing I can order, just to be clear, is full menu price pizzas from the next location. Well, just a note: you also can't order pizza with your Disneyland annual passport. <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> you, don't get, you don't get an AP discount because he literally Hut. just pulled out his annual passport I to out try the and buy thing pizza. There, but, so, um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I figured, hey, these guys might appreciate a little pizza. I added bacon. Just saying. Anyway, nonetheless, I just figured, hey, I'll try it over here. I I only ate one small leftover meal today. I guess I can have this too. And uh, what are you counting points or something? It sounds good. No, I'm not <laughs> counting points. But like, if I'd already eaten out three times today, then I probably wouldn't order more out food. Probably not. You know what? Yeah. Speaking of eating, just for the sake of money. Speaking of eating three times a uh, today, I'm actually eating three times a day. It's kind Why? of weird. Because I have to. All that weight that you lost, you're I, gonna put it back on. Well, no, because I'm not. I wasn't really used to eating. You know, three times a day, maybe twice a day, once a day, whatever. Well, I know that's what I mean. And now, yeah, I, I eat, actually eat three times a day, which is kind of weird for me. But um, I think I'm looking pretty, pretty slimming. I'm trying. I don't know. The bag just adds another 15 pounds. <laughs> that's funny because I was looking at my stuff in the mirror and I was like doing a side. And I see this bag sticking out. I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, like I'm saying, what I am familiar with is the fact that uh, my truck is broken down again. Yeah. Boo. And So uh, what happened this time? Well, I was at Target after I came out. You know, I go in my truck and I try to start it. And it goes, it started for about a second and died. Now, like, okay, well, whatever. Because that happened before. That sounds like more like a Walmart problem, but okay. I know. That's true. That's true. So it happened before. You know, it's done that. And now I just go ahead and start it up and it goes. Well, I tried to start it again. It didn't go. And basically, it, all it did was start for about a second, and it, it kept dying. You know, I'm just thinking, the first thing I thought is the fuel pump. I haven't actually had it uh, taken anywhere yet because I had to get so it. So when you told me fuel pump, that was just like a wild guess. Well, because if you know anything about cars, and if you turn your key all the way mm-hmm. before you even hit the, to, to start it, don't yeah. start it, you'll hear a little buzz. Okay. That's your fuel pump pumping the gas. Oh, I thought that was just the electricity starting. See, there you go. So I didn't hear that. So when I was, I was thinking, maybe it's the fuel pump, and I, I would turn the key, and I didn't hear that little buzzing. So I'm like, okay, it's probably the fuel pump. I told the I, – I had to get it towed, and uh, the, the tow truck driver came, and he said, well, what happened? I told him, 
And he goes, oh, that sounds like the fuel pump. So everyone I talked to told him, they said, that sounds like the fuel pump. I'm thinking it's the fuel pump. So anyway, just uh, get a, a heads up on. I think it's the flim flam machine. but It, it just might be personal, the Deagle Hopper. Yeah. But just to get a little, you know, a heads up on how much it's going to cost. It's about 600 bucks. If it's the fuel pump. Yes. Okay. And uh, yeah, because I have, uh, just, I told you before, there's two fuel pumps in my truck. So you'd have to get both. Probably. I, I don't know how that works. I just know there's one in the gas tank and then, of course, the one outside or whatever it is. So, yeah, anyway, we'll see what happens with the truck. I'm actually looking, looking for a new one, and I've been uh, just looking around pricing them and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens with that. Don't get technical with me. 3PO, you can come and fix my truck. Happy beeps. All right, you know what's going to make Anthony happy here? It's time for some fat time. Uh-oh. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for fat time in the parks. We're starting early uh, with the fat time. I feel like that uh, we just barely finished Festival of Fatness. Right. And that it that uh, is uh, food and wine here like sooner or have we had the normal amount of time? Or maybe it's because, no, because we had Festival of Fatness the year before. Right. I don't know. It just feels like that it, it came awfully fast. Right. right. It feels like there's not, there's not enough time in between Festival of Fatness and food and wine and there's too much time in between Basically, food and Basically, what you're and, saying is you didn't have enough time to uh, lose the weight from that. Well, I mean, just not <laughs> enough time to, like, uh, recuperate. and <laughs> It needs to be more in the middle, so you that need, way... You, you need have, more preparation time. Yes. <laughs> and you got to have time to save up that sip and savor pass. Yeah. So, hey, they uh, finally announced the menu for Food and Wine Festival. We've been... Uh, Mirror days. Mirror on the wall. Actually, Always the day. The day that the... It's supposedly soft open to. I mean, you have it did soft open today, right? I haven't really checked. Oh, you haven't heard even. But I saw pictures okay. of the menus already up. Right. So I mean, we're today we're recording on Wednesday, uh, and we just got the menu today, basically the same day that they said there was soft open, which is very unusual for Disney to announce a menu that late. But we do have the menu now, and there's a lot of um, new stuff and some old stuff on there. There is some old stuff. L.A. Styles back. That's uh, Anthony's favorite. Well, I don't know about my favorite, but it does have that those uh, those pretty awesome Korean tacos. A new version of old stuff. Another whoopie pie. Yes, yeah, is a bourbon chocolate whoopie pie. You're a bourbon chocolate, and I believe it's available over at I Heart Artichokes. Is that where that one's at? I don't remember because nothing says artichokes like bourbon whoopie pie, right? Yes, that's true. So yeah, it is over there at uh, I Heart Artichokes. I don't think anyone would like an artichoke whoopie pie, so maybe just with the bourbon chocolate. I saw that, and I was like, you know what? I am interested in trying that one. I'm not a bourbon fan, but I'm interested to see what it will taste like. You know what I'm, I'm nuts about? Cheese. <laughs> now, yeah, it's one of the booths. It's called Nuts About Cheese. Queso. Queso fresco. You know what I like? I like brie toast. That sounds good. Yeah, brie toast with fig, mint, and almond crumble. Okay, well, I don't know. They lost me with that part. Uh, but uh, goat cheese fromage blanc tartine with rosemary and hazelnuts. Well, I have no idea what any of that shit is. So <laughs> maybe if it sounds like something you might be interested in. I like this selection of three California cheeses, though. A Point Reyes blue, a Vela Jack, and a Fiscalini cheddar. Is that from uh, San Bernardino? Uh, maybe. Fiscalini Fiscalini Field. <laughs> right. 
That's hilarious. I tried. That would be that would probably be really good, but I'm gonna guess that it's probably gonna cost a lot. That's it in the picture, I believe. There, I know you're looking at a different thing than I am, but I'm looking at what you're looking at. Oh, you're looking at the post, yeah, the blog post. Okay, yeah, because right above there is the is the picture of the three California cheeses, I believe. Yeah, it looks like there's some grapes there. I like grapes. Me too. They do have some beverages, obviously, for the food and and drink. They have mimosas. They have a mimosa flight, and of course, they have a plethora of wines, L.A. style. Yes, the Korean barbecue beef short rib tacos are back, <laughs> and there was much rejoicing throughout the land. <laughs> That's basically Anthony was jumping up and down. Yes, because that is uh, I'm something. I'm going to go that, ahead and say that that didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> I know there are several people that will be very happy about that. I know Michael is a big fan of you jumping up and down. Of, <laughs> no, of the uh, Korean tacos and uh, some other people. They also have a chicken teriyaki slider with. Dole Pineapple Jam, which I believe is another repeat. Sounds familiar. Yes. And they've got a lot of stuff. I'm just like going through this now and it's, whoa. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff. I'm just going to kind of skip around. They have the brew house, which have, which has beers and ciders and craft brews and all kinds of stuff. There's another, there's a California craft brew, one that actually has one item of food. It's <laughs> a, a white cheddar lager soup and a mini Boonin's sourdough Bull, 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 bulle, 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 white cheddar bulle. I think that's a repeat. That's not the one I remember liking because I think that was the ale one that I think I remember. I don't, rem- I don't remember which one it was. I liked. You liked the ale. Was I'm it seeing. the ale one I liked? Yes. Because this is the one from last year then that I didn't like as much. Probably. Okay. There's eight. Orange chicken and rice with garlic crackers. Yes, we're not there yet. That's pretty good. I'm going the other way. Just, oh. to, just to be... Of course you, know. you are. Peppers, Cali, Ente. Yes, it is called... The booth is called Peppers, Cali, Ente. And of course they have... Ooh. Jalapeno popper mac and cheese with bacon. Now of all the mac and cheeses that they've done, I think this is the most unique and actually one that i actually think the first time i've actually wanted really definitely to try one i'm gonna have to see it yeah that's the thing here the the last one they did was really good the mac and cheese well yeah uh, rebecca tried it and she literally liked it but i mean what is this one called uh, jalapeno popper mac and cheese with bacon so basically it's like what's the restaurant called peppers caliente for the fourth time yeah yeah you said it once uh, <laughs> no, I actually said it twice. I'm looking for it though, and I'm not. Oh, there it is. It doesn't have a picture. That's why. No, there's no picture. I like jalapeno poppers. That's why I mean, I'm it in. looks like that's the picture actually right above it. The mac and cheese looks very white, and it's got a bunch of stuff on top of it. I don't. Is that it? Like that, I mean, it looks like it looks weird. It doesn't look like a jalapeno popper unless it's little chunks of. It could be little chunks of jalapeno that yeah, are I see that bacon. are. Yeah. You know, if that's it, then what it is is the jalapeno poppers are actually little chunks of uh, breaded, basically jalapenos that are thrown on top. If that's what it is, then I don't know. Maybe it'll warm. Might be okay. Who knows? Now, over at the strawberry patch, this is interesting. They have strawberry and coconut rice frushi. You're a frushi. With sweet okos Greek nonfat yogurt wasabi sauce. So it's spicy 
coconut rice and strawberries frushi. So it's like a you don't eat fish, but you want sushi situation. I would try that. that I wouldn't because I don't like coconut. And mm-hmm. I don't know how if, if you're going to taste the coconut or not. I'm not going to take, I can't take that right. No, I don't like avocado, so I'm just going to skip past it completely. Well, you but left something off at the strawberry patch. Exactly. What the hell is wrong with you? You need Where? to settle down Which because. Which one? This Watson strawberry pie? Yes, the Watsonville strawberry pie because it's a strawberry pie and this guy loves strawberries. Oh. It was well established. That if you, you cannot... like strawberry pie, then you should just go straight to the Bob's Big Boy. That's the strawberry pie. No. Yeah. I'm sure he's not yeah. going to argue with you about that, but. I wouldn't go to Bob's Big Boy for a strawberry pie. Why? Because I would rather go to Corky's. Well, that's oh. different. If it's closer, then yeah, why not? So they have a strawberry pie, but that's all it says, Watsonville Strawberry Pie. Well, Watsonville has to be a name brand. Mm-hmm. Now, what seems interesting to me is the grilled asparagus Caesar salad, because it looks like they just line up some, some asparagus. Let's see, one, two, three, five pieces. Uh, and then they put Caesar salad sauce and croutons on top. Yes, uh, just to clarify, we have skipped down, because that's what Tim is doing. Mm-hmm. We have skipped down to the booth called Avocado Time. Not all, to be confused with peanut butter jelly time. Yes. But all I did was skip avocado avocados. time. All I did was skip the avocados. We're not skipping the avocados. We're oh. talking about the avocado and pepper jack petite guacamole burger, because that sounds very interesting. Where the, that? I would a, try um, that. That sounds really good. And then a... Hummus situation. I'm not going to read that one because I don't know how to say that thing, but I'm pretty sure it's a name brand. Spicy Umfa. You're an Umfa. Anyways, it's a spicy something on pita with avocado hummus and garlic sauce. Or if you like avocado ice cream, they'll have that too. Who wants avocado ice cream? Couldn't tell you. Probably somebody who was weird. Probably the same kind of person that would eat green tea ice cream. No, since we're jumping around, I'm going to go back to No, we're not jumping the, around. We're going back to the eat your greens, which is where you were. That's what I'm jumping back to, yeah. Well, that's not what, jumping back. That's going forward. I want to know what sea beans are. Because they have this compressed Asian cucumber dish with green sauce, toasted almonds, and sea greens. No, sea sorry, beans. sea beans. I have no clue what a sea bean is. It is a bean from the sea. All right. That's profound. I mean, I got beans I from somewhere else, but they don't want to know about that. All Down right, so... at the Citrus Grove. Ooh, we got a citrus brined pork roast mm-hmm. with tangy barbecue sauce and lemon pepper slaw. Now that sounds yummy. Or as I said before, there's orange chicken. Yes, with rice. the crispy orange chicken and rice with garlic cracker. That I believe the crispy orange chicken I believe they have had before. If anything, uh, it looks actually going by the picture. It looks like more of a tangerine chicken, if you ask me, because there's tangerine there. And then the the old uh, Meyer lemon macaron is back. Yeah. I believe that was uh, at the booth that was previously called lemon something before. So next booth is I love artichokes. Or it doesn't say love. It's a heart symbol. Yes. I heart artichokes. That is actually the return. That was also a, that's a returning booth, isn't it? Yes. I believe, yes. They have grilled and chilled artichoke hearts with romesco. Yeah, that doesn't sound good at and all. And the thing that does sound good is fried artichoke with carbonara. No, what it sounds good is what we talked about before, and that's the bourbon chocolate whoopie pie. Next booth here is called the Cluckadoodle Moo. I like I like the play on words there. What do they have here? They have a grilled Harris Ranch beef tenderloin slider with chimichurri sauce. Now, this is just a variation of the tenderloin slider with chimichurri sauce they've been doing since basically the very first food and wine festival. The difference here, and it's very noteworthy, is that they've obviously... Presumably, I'm not going to take it for granted that this is actually going to be a Harris Ranch meat, but I don't know if everybody knows what Harris Ranch is. Harris Ranch is super high quality meat from California. Harris Ranch is up on the 99 freeway. 
the actual Harris Ranch. There's actually a restaurant there where you can get like fresh steaks and everything that they serve right there. But otherwise, they're, the actual Harris Ranch is up on the 99 on the way to Sacramento or San Francisco. And uh, only certain local meat markets, like uh, we have one up here, Hacienda Village Meats. Only little meat markets like that serve Harris Ranch meats. So it's interesting that Disney has uh, partnered with them to get their beef just for this one item or just uh, get the or Harris Ranch has agreed to it just to get the name on there for some reason just for this one item. It just seems very, I don't know, unnecessary. But Welcome to Disney, bro. <laughs> but it'd be interesting to know whether it's actually Harris Ranch or if it's going to be if or it's just if it's going to taste any different or if it's going to be the same old tenderloin beef slider with chimichurri sauce that we've always been having now uh interesting new item here is the salt and beer vinegar parmesan chicken wings which sounds interesting but the picture they look ooh, they look yummy yum yum and now See you know but are they are they boneless question no clearly not by the picture well that's a problem why? Are me, you no, lazy? Me, me no likey bones. Oh. I mean, I don't either, it, but it is it is lazy to not like bones. Right. I will admit to that. So then they have another item. Is the, uh, Ocos, it's another Ocos Greek non-fat yogurt. This is a panna cotta with red raspberry compote. Uh, there's no, doesn't seem to be a picture of that. Uh, they do have a picture of another item, which I'm a little, it's like, it's like a shake with cake on the top. Um, right next to the chicken wings. It looks like some... Oh, here we go. It's the orange vanilla cream float with whipped cream. Yes, that's uh, we're going to get to that because I know... That looks pretty good. Diggs is very interested in the orange vanilla cream float. He doesn't sound interested. So next, the next booth is off the cob. This one's kind of exciting. Sweet corn nuggets with beef chili. How can you go wrong there? I mean, under-spicing it would pretty much... Like, you know, with no flavoring, that'd pretty much be the only way to ruin it. Uh, now, I don't eat the shrimp tacos, but they do have shrimp tacos with andouille sausage and fresh corn. Yes, this sounds good, too. And the caramel popcorn crispy treat. So that's pretty much it there, right? Yeah, they have a uh, popcorn lemonade cocktail. I don't know what that sounds weird. And then they also have a popcorn lemonade with whipped cream and candy corn garnish. That just makes me want to throw up. Okie dokie. Popcorn, lemonade, well, and you like, candy well, you corn. Well, you love candy corn. Not as much as you do. Oh, man, but... I forgot to bring the candy corn M&Ms for you to uh, try. You didn't forget. You just shouldn't. You, I mean, you won't eat one if I bring it? No. You won't even try one. Now, Garlic Kiss, that's a return, right? I believe. Yes. Or was it different name with garlic no, stuff? Okay. And uh, this is the return. So this is actually going to be the first time they've had two mac and cheeses. Yeah, that's good. Well, they the, know it's popular. The return of the creamy mac and cheese with garlic bread crumble. I believe that's not the one that they had this last time, but I believe it's the one from last food and wine. And they also have a braised pork belly, too. There. Yes, the black garlic soy braised pork belly banh mi is the same banh mi that they've had, like, I think three times now. And it's really good. Well, down at the Paradise Garden Grill, well, which is also on. there might be some here. people that would be interested at Garlic Kiss. They do have a Bloody Mary. There are a lot of Bloody Mary fans out there. They have that a has mango a, Hefeweizen, too. They have a garlic... It's a Bloody Mary with a garlic-stuffed olive. Mm. Yes, they have lots of Hefeweizens and other beers. Mango Hefeweizen, even. We could, sit, we could spend a whole podcast just naming off all the beers that they're going to be serving. Let's not do that. No. Uh, yes, over at Paradise Garden Grill, as usual, they will also have some items over there. 
We have a beer-battered cod with fries and slaw and remoulade. Vegetarian meatball sandwich. Vegetarian, quote-unquote, really meatball. It, can you really call it a meatball? Well, that's why, I, that's why meatball's in quotes, because yeah. it's a vegetarian meatball. And then they have beer-braised pork tacos with pickled apple slaw. Black beans and queso. queso yes. That sounds good. Uh, sausage trio with the braised red cabbage, warm potato salad. Eh. Large soft pretzel. I would eat it, but it would be too much. They have soft pretzels elsewhere in the park. I don't yeah. think that's the choice to make there. I mean, no, I'm not going to pay for the soft pretzel. Let her just get the beer mustard dipping sauce. They do have this. Oh, how do I pronounce that? Bien stitch cake. cake. Bien and bien en stitch cake with caramelized almonds and filled with vanilla bean custard. If somebody can write us an email and just dis- <laughs> discuss how I mispronounce that word, it's spelled B I E N. E-N-S-T-I-C-H. Yes, please send us an audio file on how to pronounce that correctly. Exactly. And it will be played on the podcast. Um, and that looks like the end of the list, unless you want to... Do they have any cool beverages there? Not, nothing really. It's all alcohol. No, I mean, we pretty much covered most of the beverages. They do have, I mean, several other booths that we didn't mention that are all just strictly the alcohol, which, of course, they always have. And you guys know that we never mention those. And, of course, we just named off a bunch of food items and probably people went to sleep already so uh we're gonna wake you back up by talking about something other than food wait no because we still have two to talk about never mind once again this year they will have the sip and saver pass for ap's not sure about a price for that because i haven't seen anything about it but there's still be 45 dollars or people are gonna get beat down yeah i believe i mean i have no there shouldn't be any reason why they would raise that price so hopefully Hopefully it is uh, $45, and you do get eight uh, passes on that Sip and Saver Pass. So you can go to the different booths and uh, get some of the food that are going on over there. But, of course, the best thing to do is if you do get the Sip and Saver Pass is to get the most expensive food items to make it worth it. Yeah, definitely get the heavier price stuff. You don't want to get a $4.95 you know, item if you know with that pass. You might as well get something that's $8 or whatever. So they have that once again, and then they are actually they are giving AP buttons at the different booths. So when you go and you know, you go to the booth and you have, uh, I guess you just show your AP pass and you get the button. That's how it works, Tim. Mm, I don't remember. No, I've never you have to have an AP to buy the sip and saver. So when you get the pat, when you show your AP to be able to get the sip and saver, yeah, it's but, like forty five dollars or whatever. Buttons. I've well, never done this because I don't go as there. soon as if you go to the, the booth. Buttons. When you what about them? To get a button at the booth, you don't have to have the sip and pass. You just show your your pass, right? No, you have to. No, you only get the button if you've used. If you have a sip, if and you've saver. used the sip and saver uh, things, is usually the only time they give you. So you, so if you only get one Here's sip and saver works. pass, then you'll never collect all thirteen buttons. Um. Well, unless you're smarter than the average bear. I don't know because I haven't. I guess, like you said, I haven't bought anything without. Because since they don't give discount on AP, there's no reason I for them that. to ask for AP unless you're using the Sip and Saver. And the only time they ask for AP is when you're giving them a Sip and Saver coupon. So Let me explain. I actually don't really know if how they give you... Uh, I have the answer. What they did for the Festival of Fatness, the last one, they only sold the Sip and Saver if you have an, a- if you have an AP. It's not available to regular guests. 
All right, all right, all right. All, the, all of the sip yeah. savers are like that. Right. All right, so yeah, it so does say here. It, then you can then you use each thing and you get a button along with your. Purchase. Okay, here it goes. It says right here, annual passes will receive a special AP button with each coupon redemption while supplies last. Right. You will be able to purchase the sip and saver pass at the AP corner, which will be in, in the Sonoma Terrace area or wherever food and wine merchandise is sold. So any kiosk that has the shirts and cups and steins and all that kind of stuff they'll have the passes there what's the dates on that real quick what's the dates on food and wine the food and wine goes from march 2nd through april 12th okay so it's uh, about the same as what it was last year right as opposed to uh the first food and wine which is only four weeks right probably your pizza that is the pizza there you go what are we talking about next well disney announced something going on over at adventureland yeah, it kind of relates back to something we were talking about last week. <laughs> last week, we were uh, having a discussion about wasted space at Disneyland. Right. And uh, we actually mentioned this place that uh, it's been wasted space, and that's Aladdin's Oasis. Probably guess, the most wasted space in the whole park, yeah, to be honest with you. And uh, so basically, they announced that there's going to be a new area to explore. Former Aladdin's Oasis will soon be transformed to the Tropical Hideaway. This new experience will soon appear along the tropical shores nestled between the Jungle Cruise and Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Now, unless they start doing some work on that soon, I don't see that uh, opening, like, anytime this year. Right. Because from the concept drawing and the fact that Land's Oasis has uh, mutual mutual structures (laughs) that would need to be broken down, especially that big-ass entrance... Then I think that we're looking at uh, still quite a ways away from that opening, but it is uh, definitely interesting. And finally, I have theories. I mean, I'm excited for them to do something with that space. It's just it's just sitting there, right? They use it, yes, for some small private events, but there's other private locations in the parks to do small events, like especially the Starcade whole area they've got now for private events. What do they need that? I mean, the only cool part about that area was the lion head, right? Right. That well, just the might. facade on it was cool, but that's about it. Yeah. It's now, just a waste sitting there doing nothing with it. At least they'll be able to use it to sell food, right? Right. And then, then they're very, very vague about what is going to be happening there. Exactly. Because it says this one-of-a-kind destination will be popular, a popular rest stop for Adventureland locos and weary explorers alike. Guests will be able to rub elbows with their favorite skippers in an exotic trader's market featuring all of the site's sounds, and flavors of the tropics. So they're going to bring on more skippers with more responsibilities. Super vague. Now, I have a couple theories. My one theory is is that it's going to be become, it's going to kind of become kind of a, almost like a food court where you have different stations. (laughs) And that one of my theories also, and I don't remember which one of us actually mentioned it first. I think actually Rebecca said it first was that uh, Move Bangle Barbecue into that that'd be interesting and uh you could have uh because from the way it looks it looks like there's one main thing in that one corner but it looks like there could be things on the side of it and the one main thing in the corner could be like bengal barbecue moved over there and then you could put in you could even maybe move the uh the fruit stand into there right and then basically if you move bengal barbecue and you move the fruit stand and all that they could put all those stores back to where they were and you could take out Bengal Barbecue and actually maybe even just have that as another store or is it's just become or just wallet. That's my one that's my one theory. 
Because at first, when I first looked at that, they looked like standing up uh, tables that you stand at. But then I saw a better resolution photo, and you can tell there's chairs there. So they, they are those, definitely uh, seating. Those higher chairs, that's what it looks like on this photo. Maybe, maybe. Because I was thinking it was maybe those high tables like what they have over at Bingo Barbecue. But then I was looking at it, and I did see chairs there. So you can't really tell if maybe they're tall Chairs well, with tile tables. Yeah, or but what if in, in one of these, uh, you can see people actually sitting on those chairs. Right. <laughs> so there's definitely seating there, like actual seating. So, but I don't see it being any kind of like an actual restaurant. Yeah, I don't think so either. And the wording in the in the description definitely seems to imply that it's more of a place that's going to have multiple places. So, so you think instead of a restaurant, they're going to have like counter service a la Bengal barbecue but a couple different options. That's what I think. Because I mean, that would be a the, the first, wording, the wording, first the wording court. on the description makes it sound like it's not a restaurant, that it's a market. It, it may, they have a market theme, which is why I think that they can move like the fruit stand over there. And then maybe put like a, the, either the Bengal barbecue or something like that in there. And then I mean, maybe even what you're saying. I and then that, maybe even a... also have a shop where with, uh, with trinkets or something. I think that would be awesome. It would be also a first for that type of thing at Disneyland. Uh, with the exception of maybe like the boardwalk. Well, the Parrot Paradise the Grill for, the boardwalk. Former, well, the former, uh, the former boardwalk. Because, you know, you had a bunch of different stores. Well, I guess in DCA they have, I mean, the, the Chinese, the Mexican, and the whatever right. is similar yeah. to that. It's But it's... But that's also a very large area, and this area over by the no, Jungle yeah. Cruise is small. Well, that's three big restaurants. This would be basically all the restaurants would be sharing the same kitchen because they would all still be using that old kitchen that you that was uh, connected to. Because uh, right, that was the the Tahitian Terrace kitchen connected to the uh, Jolly Holiday kitchen. Right, they shared a kitchen, I believe. Probably, I don't know. I know that the uh, the OC Register article about it was wrong because it said that. It said the Tahitian Terrace shared a kitchen with the uh, with the uh, Enchanted Tiki Room, <laughs> which, unless uh, Jose and his friends are doing some cooking, then the the Enchanted Tiki Room definitely did not have a kitchen. No, but the Tiki Room has a kitchen behind it. Yeah, the that... Tahitian Terrace kitchen. Right. Or the uh, Alan's Oasis kitchen. Right. But I believe that in it's the a... old days of the Tahitian Harris, that kitchen was connected to Jolly Holiday. Jolly Holiday. Yeah, it was. Or what, what what used to be that was when it was called, when that was the original uh, the original Carnation, right? Right. Back, well, in the day. It, back in the day, that was a two-sided restaurant. The well, kitchen is I mean. one and the same, I believe. Right. It was a two-sided restaurant. It was the one on the one side, it was Tahitian Terrace on the other side. But it, may, it may make sense that instead of a full, full restaurant like Jolly Holiday, that they're just going to do a... a a small choice of items. Right. Well, and if, 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 like I said, if they were to move Bengal barbecue into that little thing, Mm -hmm. then it, it frees them up even more to create more space in the middle of, of Adventureland walkway. Cause then it pushes, you get rid of that outcropping of Bengal barbecue and it pushes that wall back even further. Right. <clears throat> and then you take out that tree, and then it opens up that that end of uh, Adventureland even more than it already did. Makes sense. Yeah, I could see that happening as well. I'm excited to see what they're going to do, though. Well, we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, it's all preliminary at this point. It's just a concept art, and uh, I'm sure we'll probably won't hear any more about it until 
I don't know, summer? Maybe. I mean, we'll know when they start tearing that area apart. Maybe yeah. we'll hear more about it by then. But for now, it's something to look forward to. You know what I'm looking forward to? What? Extravaganza. You're oh. an extravaganza. I, I get it. Egg extravaganza. <laughs> ah, it's back. You know what? I've I've been getting a lot of messages. Hey, when is extravaganza starting? And da 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 da. And... Uh, same time as it does every year, Pinky. Usually, <laughs> I guess so. Around Easter. So yeah, we uh, finally got the word uh, that egg extravaganza will return to the parks on March 16th and will run through April 1st. Now, if you guys don't know what this is, well, where the hell have you been? Because we've talked about this for the last two years now, and I like to do it. We've, uh, I did it last year. Wait, so that starts what day again? March uh, 16th. Okay, so you're going to have that and, obviously, and uh, food food going on at the same time again? Yes, exactly. So, yeah, it looks pretty cool again. I'm going to, like, last year, it is in Disneyland Park. California Adventure and Downtown Disney. What I don't understand about this thing they do every year is that it's it's only for a very short time. It's two weeks deal. Why not? I mean, they did Lunar New Year for a month and a half. Uh, <laughs> Why not offer I, this I thing? Agree. I mean, people are buying it. They're I enjoying agree. it. People like the little eggs. It's I mean, just a super I, I, short window that it doesn't they make, make sense. They usually uh, um, sell out of the maps. So, they make more maps. No, I'm saying they <laughs> usually sell out of the maps. So if they're selling out... And there's still people trying to buy them. Then you're right; they should start earlier than what they do, or make it go later. Every single year, you know, we talk about this. Elizabeth does the personal shopping. Every single year, we get people requesting her to go pick up the eggs. And I mean, basically, she just goes. She buys the egg for the six dollars, charges them maybe a couple bucks extra for picking it up, and we'll ship it out. But also, every single year after it's over, people want the whole set or they want a couple of them or something. And usually we will have somebody that's willing to pay some exorbitant price. If we can get all of them and you just can't, there's no way to do it. You know, they're, you know, they want, they want the whole set and they're they're willing to pay like a hundred bucks for it or something. And it's just silly. Why don't they offer it for another couple weeks? I mean, Easter is when April 1st, it is April 1st. Mm -hmm. So why don't they offer it for a couple weeks past Easter or even just for the whole month? I agree. I agree. I mean, because they make money off the maps and people I like mean, to they should it. have at least go all the way through Grand Nights. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yes, starting on March 16th, you can uh, head over to the resort, pick up your maps, which are going to be five ninety nine plus tax, and search for the eggs around the resort, or you can just redeem your map there. You don't actually have to search for the eggs and then bring the map back. You can Usually, they'll just give you the egg there. You uh, pick your egg that you want. And you can uh, head over to, um, uh, let's see, Elias and Company at California Venture over at Disneyland. Is that the same price as it was before? I, I believe so. Plus uh, tax? California Adventure or at Disneyland Park, uh, the Disney Showcase. And, of course, over at Downtown Disney, half of the world of Disney Store will be selling the egg. Whatever half is open that time. I was, uh, what does the purchasing limits will apply down at the bottom? What does that mean? That means that there's a limit. That's that's, uh, for Tim, so that he can't go over there and buy eggs and sell them. Uh, I don't know. So you can't get the whole set and sell them for $100. Yeah, I don't know, because I know like uh, we have friends that actually go and will buy six maps for each, you know, part. That's probably the limit. So they can, you know, get the set. So 
I would hope that that's the limit. I mean, unless there is there like a one per person limit, or they shouldn't. If somebody wants the whole set, they should allow them to buy the whole set. It's why. I don't know. I I was wondering what that meant because obviously, if it says that, then it must it must refer to something. I don't know. Right, and uh, don't forget there's no discounts, and uh, of course, if you want to participate in the Disney parks, you have to have tickets to get into the park. You do. Yes, you do. You can buy a ticket. Yeah, and you can't pay five ninety nine and get the map and then get into the park. No, no, it doesn't work that way. But you can go ahead and uh, go to Downtown Disney, and you can buy your maps there and participate. Uh, for only 20 bucks, because that's how much it costs to park, right? I don't know. Whatever parking costs for that. No, not if you see a movie and do the... Uh... I don't have time to do both. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, guys. Uh, all the all the complicated stuff is going on at the parking structure. All the hassles and whatnots are going on. They already rerouted the tram loading and unloading zones. And well, it's basically exactly what Anthony and I said the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. But... Um, it's all gone into effect, and uh, so basically, if you guys park in the structure, you'll come down the escalators, and you're gonna make a little U-turn, going like towards the bathrooms, and you're gonna head over to the, the left side, and security's right there. That's where you would do your bag check and all that kind of stuff, metal detectors, and then you'll head into. But it's still the, under. Yeah, it's under. It's in the uh, Chippendale parking lot. So yeah, you just head over there, and you get to you know go through security detectors, and then you'll board the tram. And from the video I saw from um, Disney 366, they're actually uh, unloading when you get to downtown Disney on the left side. Well, that's what—that's the part that he and I were told about, and we didn't believe it. They said that they're—they basically reversed the tram route. Right. So they're driving on the London side. Right. They're. Well, for the driver, there's no right or left because they're in the center, right? There's only one thing. But this whole time, it's been, you know, where you're on the right, just like the cars do here. Right, right, right. And the right. tram goes in a circle, and it stays always on the right. I'm sure now people got driving, the fact when I said London. Well, now they're driving only on the left side, and it stays in a circle and goes on the left. So ideally now, you want to get dropped off. After the first drop, you know how before. Basically, instead of going counterclockwise, now it's going clockwise. Correct. Uh, you guys don't do. You guys there, don't, I just you guys said it way do, easier. You guys don't do the structure, but I thought London was easiest enough. When it's when it's busy at the parking structure, you want to get dropped off in the first two drops. If you get if you if the tram is busy, there's too many people there. They'll they'll circle around and they drop you off in no man's land. It's a farther walk, especially if you're going to downtown Disney. All right, I just wanted to say this real quick. We don't need to go into detail about this. Just let you know that all, everything's ready to go. They the trams are underneath now in the Chippendale parking lot. So you guys are just going to need to go inside that area when you guys are trying to find the tram because they have that other blocked off. and there was like yeah, I hope I never have to go to Toy Story again anytime soon because I don't want to have to go in there and have to breathe in all that carbon monoxide. And, and Toy Story? What? You said Toy Story. Okay. I hope I only park at Toy Story. There you go. I hope I never have to go to the structure anytime soon. Me too. I agree with that. Because I don't want to have to deal with that underground shit and fumes and... Yeah. Fumes. And, uh cancer and carbon monoxide and guns and <laughs> whatever else. <laughs> Selfie sticks. Selfie sticks. Your face. Thank you. Hey, so, right, we got a end date. 
Well, last week we gave you a begin date, or whenever it was, that two weeks ago, we gave you a begin date for Pixar Fest. Well, now we have an end date. What is that date? It's September 3rd, which I believe is probably... Is that uh, uh, Labor Day? Maybe. Seems like before Labor Day, but... So yeah, that's Labor Day. Okay. So yeah, so it was basically what we would have expected. Who knows what's going to be sticking around after that? I mean, you have to figure that... Uh, I don't know. I mean, do we really think that they're going to run Paint the Night from April 13th to September 3rd, and then they're going to shelve it again? Or do you think they're going to leave it? In DCA? Yeah. Or are they going to move it back to Disneyland? No, they're gonna, not going to move it back to Disneyland. Do you think that that's indicative of a plan to do another nighttime parade at Disneyland at some point? Well, you would hope that they would. That they're trying to take the traffic from what's popular, but that eventually they're going to come out with something new? Well, but right now what they're trying to do is get people out of Disneyland. Out of Disneyland, yeah. So you have to think that after September 3rd, either 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 Paint the Night's going to go on a hiatus until... 2019 when it re- when it comes back to take pressure off help take pressure off of uh Disneyland or it's just not going to go away at all. What do you think? I think it's one of those two things. Well, you got to remember that they're not um, going to go through first of all they're not going to go through all the trouble of redoing it to fit right. the DCA to just have it there from April to September. You know what? Maybe You're it's right. going to be one of those things that it'll be over in September and then it'll come back for Christmas. Right. You know, because, you know, you're going to have Halloween. Well, because DCA doesn't have a Christmas parade. Right. So it's very easy to say, okay, well, you could run Paint the Night during Christmas. Right. And then, you know, piss piss people off at, in Disneyland because you, you don't have a garland or or a Christmas parade. Exactly. I have a question. Could they do Paint the Night at DCA while, like, say, a food and wine or festival of holidays was going on? Oh, no. No, they can't. Forgot about that. So that's yeah. probably what the schedule is, is that in September... Is the technically technical start of the off season or supposed to be right? Isn't that when they come out with the third one? Isn't no, that's the no, fe- festival of fat holidays yeah. will start in, yeah. start in November, mid November. So then, yeah, so you're probably going to have have that parade, right? So I forgot about that. So probably September third, you're probably going to have paint the night end, and then paint the night will probably come back. I'd say by spring break of 2019. Maybe. Or something like that. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, because you definitely, that's true. You can't have Paint the Night during Christmas because of Festival of Holidays. Right. So. I guess they have to figure out what would make them more money. Right. Would it make them more money to sell the food during the festival? Or would that, you know, would that draw in more people and more income? Or would just having Paint the Night in general? Or you figure out a way to have both. And you move Mm. the festival off of that parade route. I don't know. I don't like that idea. I know you have it all over the. You kind of have to have it all over the place. It's not all in a line, but you have maybe you put a booth in the pier. Right, (laughs) I don't know. No, but could they put it in the? We could probably put a couple booths in the pier. You put a booth in Cars Land. You put you could put like five booths in Hollywood backlot. Probably more than that if they did it right. They're if they're already putting LA style, you could probably put LA style and about four other booths over there in that area in that area where LA style was, but. uh now, what about uh, Play Parade? What about it? Do you think it's going to leave? Do you think it mm-hmm. is September comes oh. and it goes away for a little while? No. Or do you think it's there until I, Christmas Parade it, or Christmas Parade starts? It has to be there for a while. They they have to have a parade. I don't think they're going to do three. Well, though, there's no snow. Where's Sensational? That's what I'm gone. Sensational's done. Is it done completely? From what I heard, yeah. it's done. Hmm. But that's just, you know. 
I wouldn't say that's concrete right there because I just heard things. And I that. feel like if they're going to retire a parade that's ran as long as Soundsational, which we talked about before, it was like one of the longest running parades, right? That they would make an announcement. This parade is going away. We're not going to have it's it an anymore. electrical parade. <laughs> they, did they didn't say this is parades retiring. You're not oh, going to be able no. to experience it anymore. They just said that it runs through this date. Okay. Disneyland's had lots of daytime parades. Do they usually have any kind of fanfare when they end? No. I mean, and I don't remember any kind of fanfare when uh, The Lion King ended. Some of those parades are only around for a couple of years. I get what you're saying. That Sensational's been there for a long longer time. than any other right. daytime parade. But all right. So also related to the Pixar Fest, we have the announcement of the new Lamplight Lounge. Which, what? Yeah. So it's a that, cool name for a place, right? I like it. I Makes like me it. think of the lamplighter. You guys remember that lamplighter? They had locations all over the place. No, I don't remember. Now, that. does the name have anything to do with the fact that the lamp, or the Pixar lamp, is not going to appear until a later date? That's the a good, lamp is yeah, too busy working about. on the lamplight I, I, lounge. That's what I think. I think that has something to do. So he has to work on the lounge first before he's up on the. I don't know sign. if you were paying attention last week when we talked about it, but we the lamp's not in the logo. The yeah. lamp is on. Well, the lamp is did. Would they say specifically the lamp was going to be added later? Something like that. Or they said specifically the logo, the Pixar logo lamp on top of the big sign is going to be added later. Hmm. So I'm making a joke that the lamp lighter lounge is it's the he's going to be added later because he's too busy working on the lounge. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. So this is um, of course what everyone loves the cold bar, and this is the new name. Now uh, there was clarification actually in the comments. I don't know if you saw it. That the Lamplighter Lounge is the Covar and Ariel's Grotto. Right. It's going to be all one name now. There's not yes. going to be any distinction. Right. So I don't know. The if whole you building is just the one Lamp name. Lamplighter Lounge now. Lamplight Lounge. Isn't that? Oh, Lamplight. Lamplight Lounge. Yes. But isn't that a little confusing of, of whether you say, I'll meet me over here, but then they don't know what part of the building you're in? Well, then you should be over there waving your hand saying, well, look at me. I'm over here. Why confuse things? If you're having dinner downstairs. Okay, it's easy. If you're with people that like to eat, you're going to the dinner part. If you're if you're meeting with a bunch of alcoholics, you know where you're going. All right, so here on the Disney Parks blog, it does say that uh, the lobster nachos will be there. Exactly oh. what I was just about to say. They did establish those will still be around. It says the Lamp Mike Lounge will serve California casual gastro pub cuisine that is playful presented. Playfully presented? That too, along with unique signature cocktails and of course it's going to contain a full bar and going to have a waterfront view both upstairs and downstairs and of course it's going to have the outdoor seating that will provide views of the pixar pier and world of color so of course they're going to probably have those you know the world of color dining packages that's going to include that at night where you go down there and watch world of color all right so of course this will all open on june 23rd when pixar pier reopens and um we did talk about before that the Cove Bar will be open one more time, and that will be on March 16th. One so, more time. One more time. You know, As the Cove Bar? Yes. It will be open up on March 16th for, you know, a little, for a little brief period of time before they close again at the end of May. And then they'll do their... And then when does the Lamp Lounge open? I don't know, because I know I just said it. So, rewind. What, what I thought was happening was that they were going to do the remodel... And they were going to open it early and then close it and then open it again. I'm sure they're doing the remodel already downstairs and upstairs before they even do the other part. Because they just opened that whole new area of the cold bar. So I don't think there's going to be much to redo there. Or decoration and that's it. Right. Right. 
I don't know. I don't really I haven't really paid attention to that because I don't go to the cove bar. It's not a necessity for me. So I'm sure people will figure it out. Yeah. Either way, it'll all be open by June 23rd. There you go. All is important right now. Yes, the whole pier will open at that point. And uh, I would highly suggest you stay away from that area on June 23rd because that's where you're going to have all those uh, people who just want to go over there and say, yeah, I'm over here at the Lamp Mike Lounge now. Right. <coughs> Hashtag not important. Hashtag not my bar. All right, so part of the Pixar Fest, they said here that's going to happen is uh, you'll be able to check out some of the Pixar Shorts, uh, Pixar Shorts Film Festival that's going to happen at the Sunset Showcase Theater in Hollywood Land, And I'll be uh, rotating some of the favorites such as For the Birds and Anthony's favorite, Lava. Lava. I actually think that's a pretty cool idea. So, I mean, we talked about that before. Do something like um, over at um, the Opera House. Sit there and watch some different types of shorts and things like that. And be able to watch all the Pixar shorts. That'd be pretty cool. I, I will definitely be there and just to sit there and just chill and watch some of that. Especially when Lava's there and playing and we can sing along. Lava! All right, so last week, Diggs was telling you guys about the upcoming Paint the Night dining packages that they had went on sale, but I believe that's all the information we had was just that they were on sale. Right. And that there was some confusion about the dates. Yes. Mostly because of confusing people. (laughs) But now we got some more details on the dining packages. There will be three specific Paint the Night dining packages. There is two, if you want to call them basic ones, because they... The two dining packages include dinner and or a meal at Carthay Circle, and then the other one is Wine Country Trattoria. Now, I very highly doubt that either of these are going to be very cheap. Probably not. Being that it's Carthay and Wine Trattoria. Now, over at the Wine Country Trattoria, you can get pepperoncinis, Kalamata olives, Roma tomatoes, cucumbers, shea parmesan, red wine vinaigrette, Chef soup selection, Italian wedding soup. You have to get married? That's just the beginning. Oh. And then you get a main course with selections such as spaghetti, seasonal vegetables, arugula, tomatoes, garlic, blah, 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 Tuscan salad, and a bunch of fancy stuff. Or you can get fettuccine shrimp alfredo. And then you top it off with a decadent dessert of either Pretoria tiramisu or chocolate panna cotta. Over at Carthay Circle, you can dine in style with a four-course meal that starts with a crab custard with chilled asparagus, a second course of savory soup of roasted parsnip, excellent with winter pears, dried cranberries, and rosemary ham. For the main course, choose between sustainable fish of the day with Spanish Spanish chorizo, bay shrimp, and red bell pepper (coughs) romesco, or a Stone Creek prime New York steak with winter root, whipped potatoes, and Cabernet essence. And finally, for dessert, you can enjoy the Sweet Painter's Palette. Now, if those aren't rich enough for your blood, you can do the Sonoma Terrace Paint the Night Parade Reception, which costs $79 per person. You will be able to see the parade from a unique vantage point while sampling a sweet and savory menu selection, sipping wine, beer, and non-alcoholic drinks. And you also get to bring home a luscious truffle assortment. Now, the uh, package will include a charcuterie tray and desserts 
served with wine, beer, Coca-Cola, or other non-alcoholic beverages, and then the uh, aforementioned box truffles. You re get reserved seating in the preferred viewing area. You must check in 60 minutes before. Like I said, it's $79 per person. That includes tax and gratuity. How much? $69? Oh, $79. $79 includes tax and gratuity. Reservations are accepted for that with credit card guarantee. Same day reservations are limited. Uh, to book that, you call the usual stuff. 714781DINE. Tell them. Dine. Cancellations received within 72 hours. I don't know if all of this stuff applies to all of the uh, dining packages. Or because most of the dining packages you get on the spot, right? You don't need reservations, right? So those are basically for the reservations. So this is specifically for this one, Carthay Circle, the Sonoma Terrace Paint the Night reception. Yeah, you need a reservation, and like I said, the you pay would pay the seventy nine dollars when you most likely when you res, uh, make a reservation. Right, you must cancel within seventy two hours of the event start to be charged. Otherwise, you will be charged full price. Dang, dirty. Wasn't it like 10 or 20 bucks 72 before? 72 hours now? No, it used to be like the 10 day or, of, 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, it was like 10 or Well, for this bucks. particular one, it's 72 hours notice. Yeah, that one was yeah, 24 before. This is for the... Once again, the Sonoma Terrace Paint the Night Reception. Oh, but it's that's what I thought. It was specifically for Paint the Night. And that's because they think it's going to be really popular and they don't want to not have any spots. Well, this is for... a third specific thing yeah. that they have <laughs> in addition to the the Wine Trattoria... And the Carthay Circle one. Now, over at Disneyland for Pixar Play Parade, they will also be having a dining package. At Plaza Inn, that will also be debuting April 13th. You will be able to get a delicious picnic-inspired meal with a chicken breast and leg, white cheddar macaroni and cheese, lemon green beans, watermelon salad, pudding dessert, and your choice of beverage. There's also a kid's meal that includes chicken tenders, Choice of side, fruit, pudding, dessert, and your choice of beverage. There's also vegetarian options. And then when you book this dining package, you will receive a Disney Fast Pass for special reserve viewing for Pixar Play Parade. Reservations for that dining package will open on March 13th. All right, so moving on. I went to the parks on Friday, and we told you about the flag retreat ceremony returning and it returned, and for some reason there was people saying that it's not happening on Friday, that they canceled it, and da 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 da. It's like I didn't understand where these, you know, you know. I think what happened was like on Thursday the wall was still up around there, so people say, "Oh, it's not happening today," but the wall came out, came down that night around that area. So yeah, anyway, I was there on Friday, and I because went, you know walls have never come down. Over yeah, the no, they don't come down at all. Never, the walls don't come down. So yeah, I was there Friday to check it out, and uh, and I I think I mentioned last week that I heard there's some changes or something going on with that. I wasn't sure what they were talking about, so I went over there, and I thought that one thing that I heard was like no announcements, which I didn't understand. And then I'm sitting there and water, watching the band and everything, and then oh yeah, we mentioned you had heard that there would be no more spoken word stuff. No, I didn't say that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that I said I heard announcements, so I. This, this is what happened. I'm sitting there watching the thing, and the band starts playing, I believe, at, uh, one of the songs. I think Army's first. I don't remember. I don't know the order. I believe I believe they start with the oldest branch of the military, which is Army, right? So it goes off, and there's no nothing playing before that. There's no announcement. You know, the United States Army 
And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe that's what it is. There's no more of that. No. This is what we thought. Right, yeah, right. that's what I thought. That's not that's not what it was because the sound people were having some problems that day because then the next one comes on and um, then they play, we have not begun yet to fight or whatever, okay. the, the quotes. Right. Like, okay, well, there that is. And then and that's they, the part we thought was going to cut out. Right. Okay, yeah. So they're still doing that. And what happened was it was funny because they were uh, like playing the Coast Guard or they said, oh, the United States Coast Guard and the Air Force song was on. So, yeah, they were all off on Oops. that. So, anyway, I don't understand how you're off with that. And just because you're, you haven't done it for a few weeks doesn't mean that it's not hard to push play. They're new. You know, you got your iPad. All you do is oh, push play. Oh, I know. I know why. It's those guys. It's those people who were in training over at Kamal uh, and Terrence. Probably. That time. Probably, yes. So, anyway, all that stuff is there. So, what is different? The difference is now is there is no spoken, which means there's the security... You know how Ernie goes and says, to all right. who, those who've served, blah, 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 we thank you. There's no more of that. I thought that was only Ernie doing that. I thought so, too. But no, all the all the security, uh, the, you know, whoever. No, he was the only one I could ever hear. Exactly. Everyone who's in charge that day uh, will say that. He always sounded more official. Yes. He knows how to enunciate. So they took that away from the security detail. And it's now just Bill Rogers saying it. So people are not happy with that because they feel. Oh, so now it's a. Recorded. It's pre-recorded. Yes. Oh. So everything the security said, Bill Rogers says now, and people are not happy because they feel that when security is doing that, it's more personable to, you know, people. I believe that the per, the the woman from the flag retreat. I support the flag retreat group. She her statement said something along the lines of that they've uh, gotten rid of a personal spoke something personally spoken and replaced it with a canned response. Okay. Maybe I don't follow that page, but so maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I get it. If you're a fan of the flag retreat and you're there and you like how they present, you know, they have the presentation and they change something like that, I can understand. Uh, I get it, but to me, unless it was Ernie doing it, it wouldn't. It, to me, it would sound canned. Anyway, I, I agree with that because Ernie's the only one that, to me that that puts any kind of emotion right into it, like as if he's actually talking at these guys, like they're they're his brothers because they in a sense, are because he was military. I don't know if every security guy that has walked up, stepped up there and said those words was military and that if he had the same kind of, they had the same kind of connection that Ernie makes with these guys that stand up there. Right. So, I mean, I just feel that Ernie brings something more to that than anybody else would. And to me, anybody else saying it, it might as well be Bill Rogers. <laughs> and, if, and if it's not going to be Ernie, then, I mean, if anything, they should have had Ernie record that right right but then probably nobody would have understood him because it would have have been too loud so anyway that's the only change that that was uh made to the flag retreat ceremony but like i said i understand you know where people are not happy with that but supposedly it's supposed to move things along faster i don't know when i'm watching it and i when i was watching it and i'm watching ernie was there but he wasn't in charge that day but when they're i'm sitting there watching them take the flag down and, and everything and then you hear Bill Rogers, it's kind of like a diss to them because they're not saying it anymore. That's the way I felt, but... Maybe they didn't want to. I doubt it. I doubt that highly. But, you know, I, I will uh, I will talk to them, see what... It seems like a, a weird, small little change that um, had to have been done for a reason. I believe so, and I, I, I think I know why, but I'm just going to keep that under wraps for now. 
All right, so anyway, I was there on on that Friday because it was Glow with Michael and PJ's day. Oh, my. I thought that was yesterday or Sunday. It was Friday and Sunday. Oh, right. He has it on the Tuesday. He's not blocked. <laughs> so, yes, Glow. So, Monday. <laughs> That's the day he recuperates. Oh, right. So, yeah, Glow with Michael. Glow Disneyland was on and, and Pajama Jam was on that Friday and Sunday. And I have to say that it was bomb. It was awesome. It was crazy because there were so many people who actually showed up for this, who were in their PJs and glowing at the same time. It was just crazy. We uh, met up with Michael at the first meetup spot, which is by uh, it was a pizza port. A lot of people showed up, and it was just crazy. It was really, really cool. He wanted me to lead the line. I said, no, I don't want to lead the line this time, but um, it was pretty cool. I was really amazed, and uh, Michael did write an email to talk about it. But real quick, I just want to say that we, uh, from Pizza Port, he did his little parade, went to the New Orleans train station, and they were going to do a takeover on the train. But I didn't get to go on the train because it was time for me to do my shot and not to eat, and I just couldn't wait for all that. So I went to Country Bear, or Country Bear, I went to Hungry Bear to go get uh, some food. And we're sitting there in the bottom, and then we hear people screaming. And then Jose's like, is that Michael? And I, and I was like, oh, man, I didn't even think about it to go on top and get a video of them coming. And by the time I saw the train down the rivers, oh, my God, it was so cool because it was all glowing. All these people there sit on the train, and they're just glowing. I'm like, oh, That's my cool. gosh. It was really cool. Really... Especially with that extended porch yes. now. You can see the train coming on the other side. So like I said, I yeah. was on the bottom and didn't think yeah. to me to go up top and get a video because that would have been awesome. Just to show how many people were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And somebody, um, somebody may have we watch I, those groups and see. Oh, maybe. But um, anyway, I thought that was pretty tight. That was pretty cool. And then we uh, did another meetup in front of the castle and uh, took pictures there. And uh, photo pass was nice. And they took pictures for them and everything. And then we went over to um, Pirates of the Caribbean and did a ride takeover there. And uh, we I counted 70 people in line. I was actually trying to count the people because I was in the front. And then Michael says, uh, how many people? I go, you know, that guy with the glow glasses is 70. And there were still people behind him, but I couldn't see because of the wall. So there was a lot of people. We'll get, to, we'll get to numbers when uh, we get to Michael's email. But that glow event, Pajama Gem, was awesome. A lot of people showed up, and it was really, really cool. And um, if you guys missed out on that, I will be posting pictures of that on Facebook and all the medias and uh, next one will be in November. So keep an eye out for that. I will be posting that information and you can also go to one big Disney family Facebook page and uh, you have all the information, all the information for the events. There is really, really cool. All right. So moving on, we finally got a date for the refurb for Pirates of the Caribbean and that will start on April 23rd and go through May 23rd and which will reopen on May 24th and I believe that's a Wednesday. It's a Thursday. Is it a Thursday? It's the day it'll be the day basically the day that solo opens. Oh, okay. The Thursday. So, yeah, we finally got the date on that and um just real quick, I don't understand Wait, how- that's the opening date or is that the last day of its refurbishment? <clears throat> It opens on the 24th. It opens on Thursday then. Okay. Okay. So that's the date for right now. Don't forget, you know, subject to change without notice, but this is what we, the information we have right now. 
I posted up on the, you know, Facebooks, and then people are starting to bitch and complain and stuff like that. Because it's as if they didn't bitch and complain enough the first time when it was first announced. And I was just like, I was like, I didn't understand why people are complaining. Oh, why they got to change the redhead, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, this is not new news. This was released June 2017. Actually, it's been, uh, um, what are we, uh, eight months ago? Yeah. More. Eight months this today. Eight months today, I believe, was the day they announced the change. Yeah, people are just bitching and complaining. I don't understand because there's nothing new. Eight months old news, but we finally got a date on the refurb. So that's uh, April 23rd through May 23rd. You could uh, look forward to the new scene of the uh, winch becoming a pirate. Er. Yeah. Tell them. I'm all about it. Screw the haters. So Disneyland Paris has announced that they're doing a two billion i'm not sure if this is dollars or euros euro. so a two billion euro expansion kind of a la cars land right oh, i thought you said here. a la carte oh like, a la carte no you know isn't in the same way that california adventure did a major expansion that added world of color cars land all this stuff and they still got a little bit more coming but over there it consists of um I'll, I'll just read this article. It makes a little more sense. It says nobody need another excuse needs another excuse to visit Disneyland Paris. But in case your mother, brother, girlfriend, or cat needs a bit of persuading, um, this this expand these expansion plans should do the trip the trick, not the trip. For me, it would be a trip, but uh, a trip the trick. Despite being completely tight lipped up to this point, the developers at Disney have revealed that the Walt Disney Studios Park will be home to a three new areas based on Marvel, Star Wars, and Frozen. The Frozen doesn't seem to fit, in my opinion, but um, uh, it says anything anything that involves simultaneously screaming let it go in an Olaf costume while walking around a makeshift Arendelle is honestly all we've ever wanted in life, which I completely disagree with, uh, because that's what you wanted and we're imagining, right? The Huff Post says that there's also plans for a new hotel. We've talked about this this new hotel there, right? It's basically they're taking the New York Hotel in Paris, which is one of their seven hotels, and they're retheming it to um, the Avengers, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Marvel. to create more of a Marvel experience. So, um, oh, here we go. It's I was going to look up how much uh, two billion it's one, euros it's is. One point six billion dollars. No, one point seven. One point seven six billion dollars. No, it's more than that. Well, that's what it says here. Oh, <laughs> this article. I was trying to do a conversion, but it'll oh. only go up to two hundred million. And two hundred million dollars in euros is two hundred forty-three million dollars in cash, so it's actually a lot more. The conversion rate is the other direction. Now I've been to this park, and yes, yeah, so you can definitely provide a uh, sense of what how the scope of this that we don't wouldn't have. Well, basically, this park is small. You go in through like a courtyard, and then there's basically these three buildings that are the entryway. It's all, all on Main Street. The first, the building in the middle is kind of a thoroughfare. The one to your left is a store or several stores. Uh, and the one to the right is like, um, sort of like you were talking about, like food court. Different different food options as you go through. And that's mostly all you have to eat in the park, except for, uh, which I'll get to in a second, except for the Ratatouille restaurant. I mean, there's some snacks and stuff, but there's no other... I take that back. There's a couple other places to eat, but not a lot. Um, so when you go in, if you go directly in front of you as you exit this area is the partner statue, which we have here 
Um, but in Paris, it's not in the hub. It's in their studios park. The Hollywood, the Hollywood Tower Hotel or the, the, the Tower Ride is just to your sort of forward left. And in front of you is where the studio tour used to exist. You'd go, but that's been closed. Um, the To the left, when you go in, past the, the, how, the Tower Hotel, is where their motor stunt show, the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster ride, and a couple other little things are located. Um, they have, you know, I'll tell you that ever since you pointed out the ums, like I can't not hear it now, and it's driving me nuts. I, I couldn't understand how you were reading the article and said, um. Well, I'm not reading. I'm just trying No, to... you were reading the article, and then you said, um, in the article. Well, there you go. So You need to pretend like that you're pretending like people are looking at a map. You need to explain, just get to the chase. Yeah. Nonetheless, when you go to the when you go to the left, when you go in, there's some cool stuff to look at. But the rock and roller coaster is kind of the anchor down there. Basically, the, the park is kind of uh, centralized. It's like a, well, it's a V. So now, what they're going to do is they're basically rather than a lot of times what you have with the parks, either you have an add on on one side or another, or you have an add on here and add on there. They're adding on all around the whole, basically around the whole U. What they're doing is they're opening up a whole massive section where they're going to make the street really long and that street is going to because then also you have uh arendelle which is being added to the back well this is the three things that basically this when you go when you go in there's there's a long street that's going to take you to a new lake that they have back there which i'm sure eventually will host house some sort of new nighttime show and that new lake is going to have the three lands around it it looks like the one on the left side of this new it's lake Star is going to be Star Wars. The one in the center is going to have the largest mountain, which will be Arendelle. That's Arendelle. And the one on the right, presumably, would be the Marvel area. Okay, where's Toy Story? And Toy Story's in the center. You can see there's like a U. Okay, so there's four. Well, Toy Story's already there. Oh, Toy Story's already and, there. And Ratatouille's already there. But aren't they adding more to Toy Story? Mm, they could. With this, with this footprint, they could easily add more. They're they're basically making this park almost twice the size, is what it's. Is so what they're kind of doing to. with the lake is what they're doing, kind of like the lake at Epcot. R- similar, yeah. Except for yeah, except for it's going to be instead of just all pavilions, they're all lands around the lake rather than the pavilions around the lake. Yeah, it's they could easily based on this artwork, they could easily add additional areas around that lake. They could easily. There's there's just so much space here. Yeah, they could add two or three other things in addition to what they're already adding. And this doesn't even really show the Marvel area. I can't even see Marvel. And Marvel's going to be wherever uh, Rock and Roller Coaster is. You think? Well, yeah, because they already said right at the bottom here, it says Rock and Roller Coaster's going to be reimagined into a high-speed kinetic, hyper-kinetic adventure with Iron Man. So you have to assume that whatever the area around Rock and Roller Coaster is where the Marvel is oh. going to go. That was announced at the D23. Yes. Okay. Well, in that case, the area I just I, I first discussed, which is to the left-hand side when you first enter. So the former Hollywood Studios or, or the current Hollywood Studios. The current Hollywood Studios area um, is going to end up being some sort of Marvel area, kind of how they're doing here. Well, with is Rock Hollywood and Roller Coaster area. in the middle of that area, or is it like at the end? It's at the end. So you could put Marvel, just the end could be become Marvel. Right. They could build on to the end here, hmm. 
and add Marvel onto the end. Because obviously, one like uh, what he didn't get to yet was that this is a multi-year development rollout, which will start in 2021. That's the bummer. It won't start until 2021, and then, but it'll be rolled out basically in phases. And the me reimagining a rock and roller coaster is part of phase one, most likely because it's one mentioned. Uh, who knows? I what, think they're going to do that first, though. This, who that's knows not going to start till the 20, 20, three years from now. Well, it depends on what they're going to do. If they want to do it all at once and they have other Marvel stuff planned to roll out, then they want to wait. And then probably, obviously, uh, Star Wars is a part of the, a different phase. And then who knows uh, what had hadn't Arendelle already been announced a long time ago, or is that new? New announcement? No, that's new. But it's you know it's not surprising. People in in France, pe- the Europeans in general love Frozen, love it. They can't get enough. Their whole uh, nighttime, um, how do I say it? Not nighttime, but their like their fantasy fair type deal is always Frozen. There, it's they're they're crazy for Frozen. Everybody wants the frozen pins. I mean, it's just a they're they're nuts for it. All right. So this morning we got a brand new trailer for Ralph breaks the internet. You break it, you bought it. I guess so. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yes, break it, Ralph. Two trailer has released. Let's check that out. All right. Let's get you plugged in. Wiffy, or is it wifey? Why don't we just go in? And we are online. Whoa, cool. Ralph, isn't this great? Ah! We are going to the internet. Super excited. Just one minor thing. What is the internet? Holy cow. Look at all this stuff. Congratulations, you're a winner. Really? These ten child stars went to prison. Number six will amaze you. That sounds interesting. Ralph, come on. Redirecting to eBay. Ladies and gentlemen, the next item up, a black velvet painting of a sorrowful kitten. Like it's looking into my soul. Yeah, that one's really gonna haunt me for a while. Whoa, games! Pancake. Milkshake. Out of my way, kids. Pancake. Milkshake. Milkshake. <laughs> I'm starting to understand why people like this game. Very zen. Milkshake. Hey, look what I found! More pancakes. Let's speed it up. Pancake, 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 pancake. Eat, little buddy. Eat, eat, eat. Uh, Ralph, you might want to try feeding the kitty for a little while. No, the kitty gets the milkshake. The bunny gets the pancake. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> I'm excited. I was not sure until the very end if um, Sarah Silverman yes. was still in the movie. I couldn't tell from the voice quite yet. They do have it kind of auto-tuned a little. Right. Now... She's one of my favorites. 
I see a lot of, uh, well, there's a little bit of Tron in there. In the beginning, yeah. Yeah, in the beginning. I also see a lot of correlations between this and Ready Player One already. Like, as if to maybe that Disney specifically, because didn't this get Is moved up? Is that a up? Universal movie? Did this get moved up or movie? back? It got moved. I know it got moved. I know it got moved. Is it ready player I think one. it got moved up from last year to this year or something like that, or late this year. Was it originally supposed to be November? Maybe because it. Yeah, I got something got pushed. Because all back. I know is that I see a lot of correlation between the whole world and the internet thing, and a lot of the being in different worlds thing that Ready Player One is doing. But anyways, I see a lot of. Uh, but hey, you know what I do see is this whole. Uh, like physical representation of the internet thing has been done before. Like where you know, there he's walking through and people are trying to sell him stuff. I've, it's been done before. There was an episode of, uh, actually, a couple episodes of different episodes of Futurama that did it really well, where they were like, oh, "We're going to the internet," and it was basically like they went into a mall and it was a bunch of just windows that was like, "Porn, this, this, that, that, buy ties, here's underwear and stuff like that, subliminal advertising and things like that," and. uh I think there's been some other like futuristic shows that have done that sort of thing, but uh, we'll have to see. I don't, I don't want it to end up being a like a repetitive thing where it's just basically rehashing jokes that have been done before about the internet, or that it just becomes another kind of thing where it's like, oh look, it's it's an animated version of Ready Player One or whatever. So. I don't. We haven't I mean, seen we'll that movie s- to know exactly what it is. Right. I mean, I just know enough about the story of Ready Player One and the visuals being very similar to some of the visuals in this with the lights and everything and the internet being very bright and all that. But uh, we'll see. Hopefully it has enough of... Uh, obviously, I've never seen Wreck-It Ralph, so <laughs> obviously, but hopefully there's enough of the Wreck-It Ralph type of stuff that makes it Wreck-It Ralph in there. Where it makes it, it still has that enough to stand alone. You know who doesn't stand alone? Who? The Muppets. They don't stand alone? No, they need a hand up in there to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got word late last week that the Muppets will be coming back. Yay! And it's not going to be a continuation of the so so show that was on that got I like screwed that up. Show. It was good at the beginning, that then it got screwed up, and who knows what was happening with that show. But the show Muppets are coming back. They are coming to the Disney streaming service. What? That's not back. Yes, it is back. What are you talking about? It's back. Back on the streaming. Back. They're coming back, and they're going to be on the streaming service. Well, if they're not on the show, then you know I'm just not having it. On what show? The the show in the park. I like that one. It's one oh. of my favorites. Nobody's even talking about that. Or time on TV. Sam the Eagle was going to have like a three and a half hour finale. Well, I know it'd be, it would have been the most glorious thing ever. It would be if they let him do it. Yeah. I'm still upset. So once the new Disney streaming service launches in 2019, there will be a Muppets show. I don't know if it'll be there. Looks like they're looking for it to be there at the launch. You say lunch? No, launch. Oh. And that's good. Uh, of course, joins a growing number of other properties that are going to be on there, including Star Wars, Marvel, Monsters, Inc., High School Musical, and The Mighty Ducks. Did I miss The Mighty Ducks announcement? I think you did, because I don't remember hearing that either. Is that live action or animated? Good question. Because didn't we have that one uh, animated? I think there was an animated. Black Pack or 
Yeah, that sounds familiar. Something. Yeah, didn't it have a um, Wild Wing? Yeah, Wild Wing. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought. Animated Wild Wing. Right. Oh yeah, they were like superheroes or something, right? They were fighting crime, or they were like the Ninja Turtles, or maybe I don't know. I don't know. They were fighting crime and playing hockey. There you go. They weren't eating pizza though. Now, what is also coming to TV? Not back. Not welcome back, Cotter. <laughs> a brand new Rocketeer animated TV series will be coming oh. to Disney Junior. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know what that's. That's interesting, but it will be inspired by the more recent Dan Stevens comic books. It'll be geared towards young kids and their families. That is slated to blast onto TV in 2019. So if it's going to be inspired by the comic books, that means it's it, it should have uh, definitely a more of a definitely a retro type of vibe to it. But the upcoming series is going to introduce ro- a new Rocketeer called Kit, a young girl who receives a surprise birthday or surprise package on her birthday, revealing that she's next in line to become the Rocketeer. Kit's gadget-minded best friend Tesh and her airplane mechanic Uncle Ambrose are alongside Kit as she soars to new heights using her cool new gear and a secret identity to help her save the day. Cool. You know what? Then that's, that means uh, you're going to see some new Rocketeer merchandise in the park. That would be awesome. Yeah. It says the series will go with the usual Disney Junior or other, like the Phineas and Ferb format, where you will have two 11-minute stories oh, okay. within the show. Basically the same as like Gravity Falls and Phineas and Ferb and all the other Disney shows do i don't watch enough disney i don't watch enough disney junior to really because the only thing i watch on disney junior i think is tangled wait no that's not disney channel i don't watch anything on disney Junior. Yeah, i don't think i watch anything on there either so oh you know what i watch disney junior when i go to my doctor i always have it playing up there yeah that'll be interesting i'm uh the only only thing that worries me is that uh, they announced that rock is gonna be a girl so what Wait for those. Oh. Wait for the outrage about that. Yeah, whatever. Are you yeah. waiting for it? What? What are you doing? Nothing. Oh, okay, I thought you were waiting for the outrage. Like that? Yes. Hey, you know what Disney did? They didn't buy G.I. Joe. They didn't buy G.I. Joe, but they went back to, with McDonald's. Yes, they did. I was, I, you know, to be honest, I I saw that and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know they had left, first of all. Oh, you didn't know they weren't? I never really paid attention. No. I don't pay attention to Happy Meals. Oh, well, yeah, so... Uh, Disney has partnered up once again with McDonald's to uh, have toys in their Happy Meals. And, um, yeah, it was in 2006 when Disney stopped. I'm going to say when Disney broke up with McDonald's. It was, it was in, when was that? In 2006. Okay. Like I just said. And, um, yeah, so they were back with uh, McDonald's, and they're going to start putting toys once again in their Happy Meals. And it's going to start in June, and that's June, Tim. June. Starting with um, Incredibles 2. Mm. You so, know, maybe this has just a... Damn, I was hoping for some solo Happy Meal toys. You'd think, but uh, the the thing or I'm Avengers wondering... Avengers at the least. Do you think this has anything to do with the Szechuan sauce? No. So <laughs> anyway... Hey, speaking of Szechuan sauce, you were supposed to bring me some. I was? Yeah. You I said, thought you were just supposed to go to McDonald's. It's no, right across the street. No, you said you were going to bring me some since you had so many. It was right across the street, dude. Okay. All right, All right so... <laughs> You know, this uh, Happy Meals will be, you know, with the Disney, of course, with uh, all the animated features coming out with Disney and the Pixar Animation Studios, 
live action Marvel Studios, and of course Lucasfilm. So you're going to have toys with that. But there's no solo. All right, after Incredibles 2, they will be followed by Ralph Breaks the Internet. That will be, of course, coming out November 21st, that movie. So, yeah. So it was already in November. So then it must have been last year. Ralph must have been originally slated for next year and then moved up to November. Yeah, because I know they traded places with someone. Yeah. Disney, back in Happy Mills, starting in June. It's time for the mail. All right, so our first email is from Mary. She says, hi, guys. There seems like there's always rumors circulating about what's going on at the parks, but I thought I heard last year that they were going to take out the Bugsland area at DCA. Were they ever considering doing that? And if they were, are they still thinking about it? I don't know who's they, because Disney didn't actually say anything about taking out Bugsland. No, I remember hearing that. No, that's a nice chat doing rumors oh. and crap. So, yeah, yeah, the mice chat rumor about uh, Marvel Land going where Bugs Land is, is goes goes back probably to before the Tower. Yeah, before they announced Tower, and it ramped up a lot when Tower, when the announcement for Tower becoming Guardians was made, because it was like, oh, well, Guardians is right, or Tower is right there at the entrance to Bugs Land, so it makes sense that if they're going to make Guardians into Marvel or Tower into Marvel, that that would be right there at the entrance, and they turn Bugs Land into Marvel Land. But Disney never said anything about that. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's necessarily a, yeah. what she means. She may just mean they, as in. I mean, does she specifically mean they, as in Disney, or just they, as in magical people who say? Rumors? I'm going to say magical people. Okay, so in other words, say, in other words, I'm going to say Disney. In other words, she probably Mice thinks chat. Disney. Well, Disney didn't say anything yeah. about that. Well, a lot of people think Mice Chat is Disney, yeah. so a lot of people make that stupid mistake. I mean, if, if they're going to put a Marvel Land in, which I think at this point it's a pretty sure thing that they are, they haven't announced it yet, but it's going to have to take up that that last chunk of available space, which is Bugs Land and the area behind the tower. Well, there's lots of possibilities. We've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast before. We don't really need to go into that until there's any kind of for sure things, but just to answer her question... That was or that's a that's an old mice chat rumor going back at least a couple of years, and uh, that's all it is is a rumor. I'm going to go so far as to say, in my opinion, yes, they will eventually close Le- Bugs Land, and chances are that it will become part of that part of Marvel Land. However, nothing's been officially announced yet. I would only say that they would close it if they need to. Right. If anything, what might happen? If the is space might, is needed. They might close part of it. Hmm. You might see like maybe the left side, maybe or a part of it, where because you have two different paths in Bugs Land, right? And then of course you have the 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 theater, which is almost a separate thing by itself because it's hardly even connected to the rest of Bugs Land. Correct, yeah. So you could almost take out Bugs Land itself and leave the theater, or you could take out part of Bugs Land and still have the other half of Bugs Land plus the theater. How many attractions are there in the area? There's actually quite a few. Five. It's five, and right? they're always busy so if they took out the bumper cars and then my favorite the one next to the bumper cars that like spins if you get on if you get it if you get your weight in the, the right ladybug spot one it, like, yeah. yeah the ladybug one is my the one favorite. you, what you like, calling right? a lady that's hey. the one you like right yes because yeah. if you get your weight in a, in the right spot the thing really whips you around right yeah that's it's why like I that like one it. at magic mountain but that same effect i can get from uh, the mater right attraction. anyways the point 
The point is that they could take out just those two. That's what I was talking about, that just the left side. Yeah. Just the two of them. There's the, the ladybug and the the very large space with the right. tent over it, which is super cool looking from a distance. But right. They took just those two out. They could literally put it. That's know, a lot of space right there. Cause half then, an e-ticket right then there. Then if you lose that, you bring your wall or whatever, or your thing over, and then you still have the path going towards the bathrooms, uh, a.k.a. the Kleenex box. Well. And you still have that area, and then you still have those other little lands. And then, of course, that path leads directly to the uh theater so you still have that connection to the theater you just you would lose basically your path that that connects to uh Farsland. yeah right the but everything on that side of the path including those two rides and everything all the way down the path to Carsland, all of that would be free reign right i mean they might open that 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 path up from the other direction from this new p- proposed marvel area and then close off the close it off to Bugs Land. Like if you went if you went the direction that you can already go past the bathrooms, and then that area exits the exits the Bugs Land area. And if you that's the only way that path might go is through to Buena Vista Street or not, or the you know the street back there where next to cars where you know what's it called where you exit next to the theater. What's that street called? I don't think it has a name. The main thoroughfare essentially through the park. Oh. Does it have a name past Buena Vista Street? So the the area so the used parade for route the parade route okay so the 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 one that connects to the parade route might just be a straight shot and then the only other way to connect to Carsland could be on the other side. For well, Carsland connect could could connect in a back way to Marvelland. Right. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm right. thinking. So those are all things that they could very easily do. Because then there's still the Hollywood back lot to rumors. Yeah, I, will I still say, think the biggest the biggest obstacle to the Hollywood backlot being incorporated is the Hyperion being stuck yeah. there in the middle. They'll, they always find a way to make those stupid things work, though. Uh, like, hey, that Hyperion could be like the theater in, um, in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mary Jane was having her play. Right. All right, thank you for your email, Mary. Really appreciate it. All right, next email is from Elizabeth. Her subject, <gasps> her subject line is well, question mark. Well. She says, hi, guys. Last week I talked about snacks and collections. You guys never touched on the collector subject, and well, I'd like to know what you guys collect. I collect popcorn buckets and ear hats. Until next time, Elizabeth the Dumbo Lady. She collects Dumbo. We have a shrine. She collects ear hats. Oh, boy, let me tell you. I used to collect the pins, those diamond pins and everything, and this pin came out and that pin, and so... when did you start collecting pins? How long ago? When the diamond pins were coming out. Yeah, so before for the that, 60th. Hey, yes. Yeah, you never really had any interest in pins before I just that. grabbed, you know, this one or that one. Yeah, That's it, how I always was. It was more was. of just, oh, that looks cool. Yeah. We did the same thing. When the diamonds pins started coming out and there was everybody's camping out for this stuff, I was like, cool, let's do this. And then I got the D pins. Yes. Like the whatever with the character and the D. Yeah, yeah, and he regretted it after it kept going and going and going and going. Yeah, I, have, I have all of them. And, I have all of those. the Diamond and... Decades, the ones that were attractions-based. Yes. That's the only one I got all of them. The Diamond Decades? The, de- the Decades ones, because I liked the artwork. Wait, are you talking about the six-pin set or the seven-pin set? Or are you talking about the Diamond Decades, which was like 20? I'm talking about the six-pin, the okay. seven-pin set. But those were super cool, too. Yeah, I, love I liked artwork. the artwork. I was actually glad because remember we saw the artwork at the twenty four hour party. It was up there at Marlon Terrence. Yes, yes. And they were yes. like, "Oh, that's cool artwork." And then all of a sudden they started coming out with those pins and, and the hats, and the hats, and the shirts, and, and the lithographs yeah. and stuff. 
I liked it. I have shirts for most of them. I was kind of bummed, actually, that a couple of the shirts were not guys' shirts. They switched it up and did a woman's shirt on Oop. one or two of them, and I was well, like, that was oh, that one like, that they did the baseball shirt. My mom bought that one. The, had the, it, black the country, arms. country Bear. I got that one because I thought it was like, yeah, I can roll the arms. But then the last one, the Walt Disney one, I was most excited to have a shirt for. No shirt. They didn't even offer it. No, they did have a shirt for that one. No, not the not the very last one. I'll Uh-oh. bet you they had one. You show I, me show me a picture. I don't of the need shirt. to show you because I know exactly where it was. It where was, was a preview it? shirt. It was it was sold at D twenty three in twenty fifteen. Right, right. Oh. I remember that. It was before it the set eBay. had even come out. Before we even knew it was going to be a set, they released that shirt because I remember they announced that the last the last one. It was they said this will be the last oh. design, yeah. but we're doing the preview shirt. Right, they and then did. I never got the shirt. Then let me see. Yeah, here. what's it was this at, called? It Disneyland. Was All right. So anyway, um, I want to say what I actually do because I, I after those pins, I really don't collect anything. But now I just remember what I do collect. I collect those um, the Droid Factory, the little R twos or whatever. Yeah, the Droid holiday you, ones, you know, the holiday and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Halloween and Christmas and yeah, I don't have all of those. The May one, May the fourth. So. Yeah, they started doing too many. I kind of got overwhelmed with those. I get overwhelmed too, but I'm on that stage or not stage, but I'm in that mentality that I need to get this one because I have the other ones. So uh, there's only one I don't have. It was like I believe it was a Christmas one, 2015, maybe, or was it Halloween? I don't know. There's one up. I think it's a Halloween one actually that I didn't get. It was this year's Halloween. That's right, because I was in the hospital. Oh, the boo Yeah. One, the one that was kind of uh, glowy. Yes, yes. That's the one, one I didn't Which get. Which is weird, because that one was still available through Christmas. At Christmas time, that one was still in the store. Mm. Well, I missed out on that one. So that's the one I actually do collect, are the Droid Factory ones. But other than we that... Have, we have a couple of those from D23 that are like, and from special releases that are like signed and stuff. I don't oh, know if you're okay. if you're missing them. I never got a signed one, but... The D twenty three came to the park. You do popcorn buckets. I yeah, I collect the popcorn. I don't. It depends on the popcorn bucket. Once yeah, again. yeah. It depends I don't on the gotta bucket. get every popcorn bucket. Right, right. If, if it looks cool, yeah, we'll and if get it's them. not super overpriced, yeah, we'll get them. You know, I mean, like the the ATATs. I didn't get that because it's too much. And I yeah, see that one. I got. I yeah. that was. I thought that was better than the. Uh, well, I'm the, just saying. I mean, that's yeah, surprised because you got the Tie Fighter can, though. It's because you can pose it. Well, yeah, that's why I liked that one better than the Tie Fighter. I thought it was more worth the price than the Tie Fighter was. Agreed. But the Tie Fighter was, uh, I mean, the AT the ADA is still expensive. It was right. still overpriced. I would not have preferred to have paid for that one, but you know, right. I mean, I have a, I have a, I have a Tie Fighter over there in the box that's like five times, <laughs> ten times bigger than the uh, popcorn bucket. So, so you you collect these things. But the special edition ones. The special ones, not the ones that just come out all the time or whatever. All right. Well, thank you for your email, Elizabeth. That's what we collect. She's asking what you collect, too. Well, you said popcorn. Popcorn buckets. The general stuff. Some pins. I don't really have anything. What about not Disney stuff? I don't really have anything that I collect, like, everything. Well, I mean, we do uh, Funko Pops. Mm -hmm. We try to stay with the exclusives only because it's. There's already a lot of those, but it it definitely stays safe, safer and uh, it keeps you uh, grounded. <laughs> There's only been like a couple non-exclusives that I've been like, oh, I got to get that. Makes sense. Now, she asked, she already knows what I collect, but for everybody else, I'll say I, I, I'm into the popcorn buckets with her. Uh, I'm not as 
she got me into it really before that I was like, Oh, they're cool, but I wouldn't spend the money on them. Um, I have some ear hat collection that I had before I met her. She makes me keep them separate. The, uh, the other thing I collect is buttons, probably my main collection. I probably have about 800 unique Disney buttons, mostly from some collections that I bought. The other thing, what do I collect? Maybe in her next week's thing, she can remind me what it is that I collect. No, I, I collect Disney dollars. I collect uh, paper items from the park, things that they've printed over the years that are not that were not for sale. You know, like the magic the the magic mirror show had a specific map that they released with an adjoining sticker that you could get when it first came out. The Jungle Cruise map. Uh, you know, if they give you any sort of like wait in the line. And give this to us when you get over here. I never give those. How back. much do you want to buy my preferred pass, parking pass for then? Well, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. Maybe I'll trade you for Paper. something. Maybe All right. I'll, maybe I'll trade you for something. All right, moving on. All right, here we, we go. Moving on to the next thing. Our next email is from Dan the Man. Uh-oh. Dan the Almost Mailman. And his subject line is nothingness. He says, Hola, Mousepire. Not much going on here. Work and softball season has kept me busy so i haven't been to the parks in a couple of weeks first world signature ap problems i know lots Ooh. of rumors lots of rumors regarding possible changes to passes as we gear up for 2019 and galaxy's edge i believe none of them until confirmed and i'll still probably get the big pass anyway i really don't need my left leg <laughs> hoping to get to the park this weekend maybe even in the rain who knows he, he apparently has checked the forecast where we have not. All right. So his question is about the Pixar play parade and paint the night. Uh, which parade will we be watching first? Of, of Between paint the night and the Pixar play parade? Whichever one I happen to run into. Well, I would say Pixar play parade because that's going to be in the day. I would say, yeah, it's going to be in the day. And I don't know if we're, I'm trying to think if there's any point in watching paint the night the first time until they add the. The extra float. Agreed. What's the point? We've already seen well, it. Well, I would still watch it just to see and then see where they add it in and just... Yeah, we'll see how crowded it. it is. I mean, as far as, like I said, I mean, as far as, as, far as Paint the Night, I'm in no hurry to watch Paint the Night until June 23rd when they add the... when the whole thing is there. It's I'm like, why would I want to watch part part of a parade when I could go over, when I could watch all of Pixar Play Parade? So you're saying you just don't want to watch it more than once. Well, I do if I don't need to. I, I'd rather wait and see the whole parade than, I mean, I I still understand the whole waiting until a certain day thing. To me, it's 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 weird because they're gonna have to re rehearse and it's gonna throw off the timing of the parade or something. Yeah, but it's silly. It just just seems really weird. But yeah, definitely Pixar Play Parade because no matter what, it's during the day and it's starting on April thirteenth. So. All right, he says the brand new one of the returning one in a different park to note all the subtle differences. And missing things. Oh, sorry. That was Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> oh. Dirty. Still, right. still upset about that. He says, until next time, Dan, out. One thing he mentioned was the AP pass rumors. Uh, there was a recent article from Dig's Favorite. What's it called? No, it's Anthony's Favorite. Okay. But we don't we don't need to mention their names. Okay. It was, it's a... So they, they basically said that there are... They're touching on what was said in the AP announcement from Disney which is that later this year, major changes are coming to the program. You guys agree with that? Yeah. Okay. So they... It's basically nothing that we've discussed the possibilities of on this podcast. That we haven't. That's what I meant. Right. So the 
Disney said there's major changes coming, so these guys wrote a whole article about what that could be, and they basically put it down to two choices or two things that they think might happen. The first thing is that they're going to alter the calendar for AP blockout days and split up what part can go on what day. Now, this is something we talked about over a month ago, two months ago now. It's been a while. It's been a while, right? Yeah. And it's something I said that that the language is already there in the AP fine print that other than the signature plus, the signature has the ability to add blockout dates at any time. Just currently, it's just Christmas, but that it could be Disneyland Park only for all of Star Wars land. It could be spring break. They could just block out a Thursday in the middle of July if they want to. Right. As we uh, talked about. We talked about that. They just, that's already there in the language. So if that's the change, it's expected. The lower passes especially will have an expanded blockout power uh, calendar, I'm sure. And then the second choice, you want to remind me what it was? Oh, the second choice was that, no, I only remember the third thing. The second choice was that. What was the first one? The first one was the expanded blockout calendar with the parks being separated. The second choice was that there was actually three things. It was. I remember the third. What was the third? The third is the um, the that the two bottom passes. Pass, oh, the max pass. pass. Well, the second one was that the two by the deluxe and the SoCal pass may not even be able to go during the whole first summer of Galaxy's Edge being open. That there would be blocked out the whole summer. And I think that's likely. We've talked about that here as well. You know what? To be honest, I I, I don't care because I don't have either of those passes. <laughs> so I mean, whatever they whatever happens to those people happens. That's. I mean, it's the reason I've upgraded to the Signature Plus this year is because I know that there's a chance that even the Signature could get blocked out for the first month or so. Of you know what? I mean, the, pass, the thing is, is that this article is saying this is what could happen, and people are taking it as gospel that this it, is well, happening. It's, it's definitely not gospel, but this article came out when? A couple of days ago or so. And, and we talked about this two months ago. Yeah, I, so I, I said, I said so both no of stress, those. obviously. I said both of those things two months ago. That that is the language is already there, yep. and that it's very likely that this is going to happen, and that I'm planning for it. I am planning that yes. all passes except for the Signature Plus will be blocked out from Disneyland for the first month or two of Star Wars Land opening, and I don't want to be one of those people, so I've upgraded. The third thing that they've said that was something that I did not, ex- I had not thought about, uh, but Anthony wasn't surprised at all, is that both of the attractions they're, they're predicting that both of the attractions inside Star Wars Land, all, all two of them, are going to be Max Pass only or Standard Queue. So there will not be a Fast Pass. So if you have an AP and you want to go to one of these these things, you either have to have the signature, or you have to want to ride one of these without waiting in the Standard Queue. You either have to pay for Max Pass or have paid for it on your AP. You either have to have a Signature Plus or pay the daily fee, which by next year will guarantee be going up to probably twenty five bucks a day. And we said that when MaxPass was first introduced, which, that, is, which is again something that we've is already introductory said. <laughs> price of ten dollars, yeah. telling gonna, you it's, it's going to go, go up. So. Going to go up. All right. Well, Jinx. thank you. There you yeah, go. <laughs> thank you for your email, Dan the Man. All right. Next. All I'm saying is we're we're just as smart as these guys. Don't let their article just because they have more people paying attention to their thing than we do on our podcast. Yes, doesn't mean that we're not as smart as they are. All right, next email is from Michael the Mail Guy. This guy? I thought he was only going to write every once in a while. Well, he 
just went to the park. He's excited. Okay. All right, he says, Michael, the OG mail guy here. Hey. What a what a weekend for me and some real outgoing Disney Park fans. So many people on Friday and a great bunch on Sunday. Friday night was the biggest and craziest bunch I've ever had, and it was cold, but that didn't stop any of us once the event started. We took over two and a half train cars, cars on the Disneyland Railroad. We took over five boats in Pirates of the Caribbean. And as he said, there's 21 seats per, per boat, I believe. Glow and Pajama Jam parades were lots of fun. Getting the park guests happy and pumped up warm in this cold weather. Sunday, lots of pajama jammers during the day meetup. Nighttime, the crowd got big with mostly pajama, pajamas and onesies, but we did have some glow people there as well. He says, thank you to Yvette for handing out many glow sticks and glow tubes away for free. A successful event for my first one in 2018. Next is my biggest one of all, Awareness for Autism, Sunday, April 8th, inside Disneyland and downtown Disney. Mousepire is strongly supported, so we hope some listeners show up. All right, so it's time for his Dirty Award. The Dirty Award goes to Disney Security at the bag check on Harbor Side. I'm just really upset right now because I was really hoping it would be me. <laughs> on Sunday, he said they harassed Yvette for glow tubes. They told her that she can't disrupt World of Color or sell them inside the park. I mean, how many did she have? That's the question. She probably had a lot because uh, she had them on Friday, and she was trying to give us some. And, and Yvette is? Just a follower. Oh, okay. Come on, they're not ghetto. The things are a little ghetto, though, because they do sell them in a very farm. <laughs> That's dirty. I'm just saying it's not Sperry Farm, you know. I have one, you know, you wave it around, you beat people with it. Right, right. They were that They big. are a little big. They are big. You know, they don't want people waving them for a world of color. I guess that makes sense. Uh, they also don't want you selling anything inside the park. And if she's got 50 she of them or something, if she, or even if she had 20, 10, they don't want to make sure that you're, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. All right. Security said, sucks, right, Anthony? Yes. No comment. Okay. All right, he says, finally, they harassed one person in onesie. They asked him if he was wearing a costume, which he said, no, it's a pajama, a onesie. The security said, because he said pajamas, it was okay. So if he said something else, he would go back to the car and change. Basically, if you say you're wearing a costume, they can make you go back. But if you acknowledge that it's something different than a costume, they can't. In certain All right, so here's the question. You, what if you're wearing a costume and you tell them it's uh, pajamas? I think in certain circumstances you could get away with it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that just depends on what it looks like, I guess. No, I mean, I just, is your is are you wearing a onesie and then you have like, I don't know, man. It's a fine line with these people. You know, yeah. It's funny because for, for many, many years, all through the 90s, costumes were not allowed. They did not allow any sort of costume into the park. I remember a friend of mine one day was wearing overalls, uh, uh polka dot shirt and her ears were like pigtails and they said she looked too much like Dorothy from Wizard of Oz and that was being it was considered a costume they turned her away they made her change her shirt and change her hair to come into the park it was silly but then for a long time they did allow costumes and now they don't again so who I don't know who's making the rules or what their point is for it but yeah all moving right on so here's his questions with everyone mad about the change to the flag retreat in Writing letters, plus going to City Hall, do you think this is one thing they actually will listen to? I think the only other thing that they've listened to was in regards to the flag retreat. Remember? Were they yeah, going, they, they were going to stop it. They were going to stop the flag retreat, and Disney 
they backed off. Either they planned all along to make this change and just administer it at a later time, let people calm down, you know? Uh, so either they're, I mean, if there's any chance they're going to do it, it's because it's the flag retreat and they don't want to piss off veterans. But I think that they feel they've made, you know, an, a canned announcement from Bill Rogers versus Gunny saying a couple words. They're, I think Disney's going to say it's the same thing. I agree. All right, next question. Do you feel that one year during the Food and Wine Festival that we will have a lot of drunks than ever before and kill the event or add more security for the Food and Wine Festival areas? I mean, if that happened, I don't think anybody would notice. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as... It's not going to be anything different than last year's or the previous festivals when they're having beer and wine and everything. You've, You've got two types of situations when it comes to drunks. You've got people that purposely want to get drunk and you get people that get drunk on accident because they just don't realize how much they had. If so they, you can tell the difference by how close to the cove bar they are. I was going to say that. Well, the the thing is that if you if you get people that want to get drunk, they can do that at California Adventure. There's they sell beer, they sell wine. There's now all these other drinks with food at the Food and Wine Festival. They have the Cove Bar. They've got the bar upstairs from the wine bar. There's plenty of places if you purposely want to get trashed at the park, you can do that. I don't think that number is going to change, but if you might have a few more people that just accidentally forget how much they had to drink and they're, I don't, I don't, I I honestly don't think it's going to be a problem compared to the people who got drunk at the Matt tea party. That's a different type of crowd. And that was more of a problem with people going there drinking underage drinking over there and stuff like that. Specifically with the, yeah, they're giving hand and drinks over to minors. So I don't think, I think this is a different type of uh, crowd that will go to food and wine and get, you know. Now, Michael the Mail Guy's tip of the week. All right, Michael's tip of the week. Want or need drugs at the parks? (laughs) No, not the green, but aspirin or something you need because you started to feel under the weather. Ask a cast member. At any store, cash register, and all the meds are behind the counter. I think he we talked we about literally, that. We literally talked about this last week. Uh, something. This is just, he admitted before that he does not really listen to the show. So that's, a, there you Wait, go. Is it Michael? Yeah. He says, something you need that can keep you going or if you are a baby. Wait, wasn't this literally his tip of the week last week? About That was Dan's. Oh, Dan was the one talking about getting drugs. From just go place. to first aid. Go, just go to first aid. Diggs can tell you how nice it is at the first aid. At the first aid. Till then, this is Michael the Milk Guy saying bye. Bye. It's very, very nice at the first aid. I like that place. It's pretty cool. Which one? Both of them. Do you like which one? Do you prefer DCA or or the new? The I've new been one to DCA. I've been to DCA more than Disneyland. It's more accessible. I think it's like right there when you go in. Maybe. It was just, I don't know. I don't have a favorite one right now. I mean, I if like you just it. go in and say, I need to take some medication, can I have a private area? They'll give it to you, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I went in there, they, they go. And they don't ask you what you're taking. No, well, no, or... they, they, no, you don't, I guess you don't have to tell. I don't know. I, I go in there, they say, oh, can we help you? I said, yeah, I uh, can I get a room so I can take my insulin? They said, oh, yeah, come with me. And that's it. And they always say, oh, you can close the door, blah, 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 blah. And uh, they don't bother you or anything. I went in there once. I was on DCA side, just having a little tummy issues. And I didn't know if I could make it to the other bathroom. And they were like, yeah, sure. Just go right in. Take as long as you want. And then when I took like half an hour, it was okay. All right. <laughs> so if you guys have any, well, first of all, thank you for your email, Michael the Mail Guy. Dan the Man, 
Elizabeth, the Dumble Lady, and uh, Mary. Thank you. And uh, if anybody else has any comments, questions, your tip of the week, or you want to repeat someone's tip of the week, we're all for it. You want to repeat someone's tip of the week. <laughs> all you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. Wait a minute. So there was no Giselle? No, there was no, no Giselle. Well, then I'm calling it Dan the Mailman is hereby crowned. Official. Yeah, but he, what happens when he spends the summer coming on the podcast? Same thing. He'll well, have to as write long as he has email. To, just has to make sure he has a live email like Michael always did. Oh. So congratulations to Dan, the mailman. You are now the official mail. What about Mary? Man. She's written in every week. What about the you fights said of she the doesn't want, You said she doesn't want to have it, or she didn't ever say she was. Well, she hasn't mailed in every week since we started that. Oh, we, I thought she had. It was only between Dan and Giselle, and Giselle missed this week, so now Dan is the official mail person. Congrats. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out ButtonsByDigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. Well, that's about it, guys, right? I think so. That was too long for me. Anyway, a lot of stuff going on. We're coming up at the parks. We have some eggs to go hunt for. I'm really excited about that. Maybe uh, Anthony will join me this time. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Probably depends on what Tim's schedule is. We'll see. But we have food and wine that starts on Friday. And um, lots of yummy treats. I'm really looking forward to that bourbon chocolate whoopie pie. Yeah. And that orange cream float thing. I forgot what it was called, but yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And I can go ahead and uh, eat some of the whoopie pie. I'm not saying I'm going to eat all of it because I'm not supposed to, but I can have a taste, a nibble or five, you know, something like that. You're going to eat the whole thing. I will. (laughs) (laughs) You might not have anything else, but. Yes, you're right. You are right. I will just have that for the day. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be pretty cool. Try some of those yummy snacks. I don't know what else I want to try. I'm going to have to look over that menu and see what they have. But, you know, a lot of stuff going on. You're going to have the food and wine and then Easter egg hunting during the same time. So that's a lot to do. And then, of course, you're going to have spring break coming up and a lot of more people. and Which a grad night soon after that. Yeah, grad night starts on what? May 4th or something? Oh, God. So, yeah, anyway, we'll be putting up the grad night uh, dates up pretty soon. I just haven't done it yet because I think it's too far in advance. But I'll, I'll get them up pretty soon, and uh, you guys can, uh, you guys will know what days to avoid the parks. But, yeah, a lot of stuff coming up. It's going to be pretty exciting. All right, so like I mentioned, uh, that Glow Pajama Jam with Michael the Mail Guy was really, really fun. It was uh, pretty tight. So if you guys want uh, more information on the next event, which is coming up in November, head over to One Big Disney Family Entertainment. Check that out on Facebook. And um, all the pictures are there. You can see the pictures from the event, and it was really, really cool. I had a lot of fun. It was, I was uh, Fortunately, I couldn't make it on Sunday, but man, it was pretty cool on Friday. So yeah, go check out One Big Disney Family Entertainment Facebook page, and you can get all the information on the upcoming events, which includes... Awareness for Autism, which is on April 8th. And then after that, we have Star Wars Day, Light vs. Dark, May the 4th. Special edition, which is, of course, on May 4th. So, yeah, check that out. 
All right, so social medias and all that. If you don't know by now, what the hell are you not paying attention to the podcast? Go home. Yeah, I abstain. You're drunk. I abstain this week. If they don't know, then just send us an email. Mousepire at gmail.com. That's all, That's you, all need you need to know. know. Really? Really. You want Seriously, to tell if you don't know social medias by now. I literally was thinking the it's same Mousepire. thing. It's Mousepire. It's Mousepire. Gmail.com. If you don't know how to add it at to Mousepire to get a Twitter or an Instagram page, well, then, you know, then you're probably not on Twitter or Instagram. Has anybody ever reached out And if out you don't you know, personally? just typing in Mousepire on Facebook gets you to the Mousepire Facebook page, then you're probably not on Facebook. So, so it's wait, pretty has, straightforward. Has anybody ever sent you a, a personal outside of Mousepire message regarding the podcast? No. I have not gotten one either. I doubt Dan has. So really, what is, who cares what our first, who at, are at the Twitters and at the Instagrams are? Yeah, nobody's even probably listening to this part right now anyway, so it's okay. Yeah. They're fast-forwarding like Michael. Yeah, well, yeah, he exactly. fast-forwarded through most of it. So uh, so no one cares who he is. No one cares who I am. Your choice is your choice. I'm still digs. He's still right. buttons, not pins. Okay, there you go. But Hey, buttons, not pins. Buttons, not pins. I abstain. Um, YouTube, Patreon, help support the podcast. Do it. Give us money, bitches. <laughs> so until next time, remember, you can take the McDonald's out of Disneyland, but you can never take the Disney out of McDonald's. So for Brendan Fraser, Will Robinson, and the gold medal winning U.S. women's hockey team, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. I've seen your daily routine. You're not busy. I know. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. You put all that in the bloopers. You're a blooper. Face is a blooper. Thank you. It's a wonderful world of color. It's sure to be a hoppy good time. There's more info on the new dining packages. There's sure to be. But this week is Paris. Segway. No, we're not there yet. Oh. Okay. No one cares. (laughs) Damn. That's not yours, guys.